if you do have a stinker, just go ahead and just get that idea out of your just, mind. Just tell you what it is. Stinkers, and I swear to fucking God, if you say Pinocchio stories, a stinker <laughs> because it's live and because he he's not good at rapping, then I'm gonna fucking I swear to God I will fucking murder you through this mic. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where we get into a different album every week. We get down and dirty with it. We we tr- we tell you everything you need to know about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. This wow. is stupid. Wow, I've been doing this for four years. I say this every well, every week. Yeah, my stupid pod talk or what did you call pod it? Pod reading. Pod, pod reading. reading. That's what it was. Pod reading. That's what it was. Uh, go to iTunes. Go rate review and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. My name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. So we're going to get into the Kanye West album today, 808s and Heartbeats. But before we do that, what we like to do, we like to take the artists that we're doing that week, and we like to take all of their albums and rank them from worst best to best. Try to have a good time doing that. So let's just jump right into this, and um, let's 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 start. What? I, I will say we're only doing nine albums. We're not doing his the album he did with Jay Z, and we're not doing the Kid Cudi album. We're also not doing the what is it, the Sunday Choir album? Yeah, yeah we're not doing those. Yeah. We're just doing the the ah. other nine albums. Whoa. So let's just jump right into it with uh, our our worst, the worst Kanye record. What do you got? Go. The worst Kanye record. I actually closed my notes for a second. Okay, now I'm here. So the only Kanye record ah. I actually didn't like. I'm not a not a fan of this one. That's Yee. That's which one? Yee. Yee. Okay. All right. Don't like it. That's just too much of that new rap sound, that SoundCloud rap and that era. It's just a more tame Kanye and, and boring, man. It's just, it didn't have a lot of power. It's flat. And okay. when I expect Kanye albums, I don't expect them to be like this. I expect them to be really good. And this one was not. So and it was really short, too. So yeah. Compared like to his like, fucking epic albums that he puts out. Yeah, it's only like 20 minutes as opposed to like an hour and a half. Yeah. Sometimes. But uh, I know, it's it's insane. Some of his albums are way too long. Yeah, this is this is the only album I would rank below a two. Really? Okay. The okay. only one. This would probably, I, would, I may even go down like one, two, five, maybe 1.5. Okay. I mean, I, I could see why this one's low. I could definitely see why this one's low. Don't, don't, don't like it. But um, yeah, so my favorite song, Violent Crimes. I like the female vocal melody, but Kanye's vocal pacing is, is his delivery is still kind of annoying, very halty, and again from this this SoundCloud era of rap, mm. and I just I don't I don't like it. I don't care. Okay, no, that's fine. That's not totally my fine. thing. I'm not going to complain that this one is your his worst, but it's know. not his worst. But 
Oh, God. If you put 808s nice. in Heartbreak, I'm going to destroy Is it Heartbreak you. or Heartbeats? It's Heartbreak, bro. Uh, you said Heartbeats, but I thought you I did say Heartbeats. It. That's fine, though. Why didn't you? Why didn't you correct me? Um, because it happened so fast that I thought for a second that maybe you did say heartbreak, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you said heartbeats. So, but it's but I it's not it's not eight oh eights and heartbreaks. It's just heartbreak. Eight oh eights and heart. Yeah, I'm sorry. I fucked up. It's okay. I fucked it's up. Okay. It's this okay. is my first time. This it's is my, this right. my first pod. It's, it's my right. first time. Still learning how to pod read. Never pod do, reading so. is hard. Can be. All right. So that so Yi is your least favorite. Yi. Let's um let's see. My my least favorite his worst record is Jesus is King. His la- his last record. Oh. Yeah, I just I couldn't I couldn't get into it, man. It was <laughs> way too much gospel. Way too much gospel. <laughs> just didn't it was a very it seemed like a very unfocused record and I just did not click with me. Maybe it was because I I listened to like almost his entire discography in like two and a half days, but I don't know. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. The only song I that was like salvageable on this one was "Follow God," only because it had more of his his like traditional hip hop sound that he had been doing earlier on in his career. Okay. But outside of that, man, that was its only saving grace was that record. Damn. Follow God. Damn, was Gina. Song, yeah. I just I couldn't. I can't. I couldn't do this record. I w- I wanted to like it because I was like, okay, the gospel thing's cool. You know, it starts off cool, and then it just it's just too much, man. Just way too much. So yeah, Jesus is Jesus is King is my is his worst record. Easily his worst record. Are so you, you are next? you below a two right now? Like if we're, if you just would were to rank it, are you? Oh are yeah, you? oh yeah, oh right. yeah. Just just let me know when you get to the twos. <laughs> just out of curiosity. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, probably none of them are going to be twos. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I got some twos. <laughs> Number eight for me. Um, yes. This is this is going to cause some controversy with some peeps, but I don't care. And that is late registration. Dang. This is a wow. This is at least a two. But okay, so it's at least a two for you. So that's not like crazy. No, I mean, there's there's really nothing wrong with this album. It just didn't have like the edge that College Dropout had and that every subsequent album had after that. It was Mm -hmm. just more straightforward pop rap, I guess, like, the best way to describe it, Mm -hmm. but still chock full of bangers. And and I had forgotten how many bangers are on this album until I was listening to it and just having a blast, having a good time. (laughs) There's a lot of of good stuff on there, for sure. It's also, like, an hour and 40 fucking minutes, too. Not really. It's it's a long album, though. It's, like, an hour hour 20, I think. Yeah, it's a long long one. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite song is Addiction It's got a really cool groove And uh, it was a little dark But still kind of had this happy vibe to it Plus his fault flow in this was like really good Like butter Solid Okay, okay But I still can't believe it's that low Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy just, It's just low. low because there are so many other things that he's done That are just mind-blowingly good I mean, I will Yeah, there are things that are better than, than late registration for sure But to put it at number eight, dude. Come yeah. on, I, I don't know where your I don't know where your head's at because it's just it's, it's it's a it's a it's a more well produced college dropout, but college dropout is 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 so much better than late registration. Oh, I mean, we'll see, we'll see about that. No, it is like I'm 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 telling you that it is. So <laughs> it, it is. I don't I don't know why you're arguing or questioning, but that's uh, it's all right. All right, so addiction is your favorite off of that one, yeah. and that's your number eight. Yeah. 
Okay, well, my uh, my number eight is The Life of Pablo. Uh, this one, I it just sounds like he's, it sounded like he was trying to go back to his old style from the first three albums, from the, the school, what was it, the school tetrahology, or what, what, what was he going to call it? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, just... It, it's I forgot the word, but that anyway, like yeah, overarching so, theme that he wanted to do, and yeah, but he gave up after the third one. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, Life of Pablo. It, it sounds like he's trying to do that, but it just sounds almost like almost sounds like ha- half-assed. It doesn't. Ooh. It just doesn't have that that same feeling. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's not a bad record. It's just not as exciting as as the first three, and that's what it seems like he was trying to go for. Uh, and but the one song that that really stood out to me was the uh, the song Waves on it. I like that song actually a lot. It just had that that odd beat to it, and it has like the 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 noises that that are that are in that song are like almost to the point of annoyance. But then it almost reaches that point. But then you're like, okay, this is actually kind of cool, mm. and you kind of get used to it, and then just kind of dig it. So. Mm. That makes any sense. So yeah, no, waves. it does, and I'm gonna. I, I will go into that a little bit more when I bring up life of Pablo in my rankings. Oh God, that's probably your number one, fucking cuck. Uh, so yeah, life of Pablo is my number eight. Damn. So what do you got for number that's, seven? So far, your rankings are completely wrong. <laughs> but uh, are you surprised though? No, I I knew for sure that you would not. You were not gonna like Jesus is King because of that gospel stuff. Okay, it's very. Um, it's you love it or hate it. To be honest. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true, I, and I really didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, just wait. I'm number excited. number seven. Jesus. Jesus is your number seven. Jesus. Okay. Jesus is king. No, not Jesus is king. Just Jesus. That's my number seven. This was this was uh, pretty heavy on the electronics again, similar to 808s, but not in tone. Mm-hmm. It was he was just really cocky here, and it was it was fun, and I like this one a lot, but just not as good as 808s. So you know, it had to come down somewhere. Okay, so you put it that low at seven. What yeah. What would you rank? What would you rank? Jesus. You, no, Jesus is my seven. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was never mind. Never mind. Fuck you! What are you doing? No, I was thinking of something. Else. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Sorry. Are we just having side conversations with ourselves now? <laughs> Fuck. Hey, my uh, my favorite song <laughs> is Bound Two. This this was fun. It was it was kind of like making fun of girls at the club, and it's good shit. Had a good had a good tune to it. Good melody. It's fun. Fun okay. stuff. What I meant was, where what would you? Um, I didn't mean to say ranking. I meant to say, what would you? What would, what would your rating be out of the three point rating system? Oh, so late Can registration. I probably just give it a solid two, because I will go back to it. Jesus, I probably also give a two, maybe like a two point okay. zero 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 one. Okay. But after this, I mean, we're talking two point five and above. Uh, really? Yeah. For some of these records. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. I. Oh, yeah. Okay, my number seven. My number seven is Yi. Yi. Uh, this one, I was. It's a very kind of like depressing record. And when I was reading more about it, he he kind of like he went to Wyoming, like the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, and recorded this entire record in two weeks. And it just has that like the tone of the record has this like feeling of like desolation and like depression. It it's a it's a weird record. It's. It's not a bad record. It's just, it's good. It's just, it's just so different than everything he had done. He has ever done. And I kind of like, I kind of like respect him for that, for, for really trying something like trying to be, trying to be really vulnerable 
and that's what this record was. So I, I kind of like appreciated that. Um, but the, the one song that kind of stood out was the song all mine. And, uh, it's just, it's a little bit slower of a beat, but there's just some like really cool loud samples in that song that give it this like uniqueness. And it really kind of like sets it apart from the other songs on the record. Dang. Yeah. Ye is a, it's an okay record. So that's my number seven. Gulp. Like right here is where we start with the okay records. So oh, life dude, of Pablo, geez. Jesus is King are bad. Ye and then the next one are okay. And then after that is when we get to the two 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 rating. Hey, we're still we're still sub two. We're still sub two, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so or what do you got for number six? My beautiful oh. dark twisted fantasy, number six. This right. is uh this is a banger of an album. It's it's a darker album and it's packed full of tones and sounds. Like there's just there's so much to unpack here on this album and it's it's I don't even know if this is a, a, like a genre of music but a lot of people say this is because of this album specifically but prog rap there's yeah, so many different things on this album that I mean if this is the only one I mean I don't listen to a lot of rap and stuff but like this is it this is like prog rap at its best like people would say like dark side of the moon for prog rock and like this is this is prog rap, bro. This is so this is good. It. It's amazing. Like I just, I can't even like wrap my head around how many times I could listen to this and still listen to it differently every time and hear different things. I agree with you some on some of that stuff for sure. No, you agree on all of it because was, it's uh, number six. Was uh, the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, was that the one that Rick Rubin was a part of? Oh, wait, no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I just read it. I was looking for it in my notes, but I just found where it was in my notes. So never mind. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So my favorite song is Runaway. This is uh, this is an almost 10 minute song and very popular. And I never realized that it was this long until I was listening to it again. And I just it kept going on and on and on and on. Like, God damn, this is a long fucking song. And it's it's so deliberate and harrowing. And the last part of it is just like this unintelligible thing. And it's it's like open to interpretation, and people say that that Kanye at this point just kind of accepted how the media portrayed him, and, and he wasn't he thought that the media was so overbearing on him that they weren't letting Kanye be Kanye, and so when he does this kind of like nonsensical thing, and you don't really understand what he's saying, it's it's kind of it's kind of like him saying no matter what he raps about, it's not going to be heard or listened to anyway, so why even try? Fuck it, I'm just gonna make noises and stuff. But that's a good and, I, I mean and it's so like good it's so yeah. cool like Kanye is he's like I don't I, I don't there's there's nobody like Kanye he's such a mastermind but he's he's like a like a crazy genius yeah I'm, I, I'd agree with you on that like everything that he does is so damn deliberate it's so intricate he's like a surgeon everything is so perfect even when it's not <laughs> And that's why, <laughs> that's why Life of Pablo is higher because of because of that exact reason. But yeah, number six, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, my number six is also my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It's also my number six. Uh, we're still sub two. You're insane. So. You were crazy. You are a <laughs> loco person. So I, when I was reading more about this record and while I was listening to it and everything, it it does have like a much you can tell it's it's a much louder record it's the production of it all is just a lot more grand he uses a lot more 
experimental sounds and like synths and orchestras like it's he does a lot of stuff but he also had a lot of producers on this record to like add to the different sounds and tones of the record and you can really hear it like on the first song you hear Riz help produce that first song and it even has like more of like a flat tone to it kind of like Wu-Tang does like it's not as like loud and bomb bombastic as Kanye's production style is it's more laid back and subdued and you can you can hear it in that first song right there so it's just i i, I kind of like the dynamic of this entire record it's it's kind of cool um but overall it there are just moments on this record that it just kind of like trudges along and you're kind of like okay when's the next song there, like, there are no moments like, like that I, that's how i felt on this no one. you didn't you need to listen to it 10 more times because that is not a possibility <laughs> I also thought it was interesting too with this record. He exiled himself to Hawaii. Yeah, he made people come to him. To him. Exactly. To do the record. And he has so many guests on it. There's so many people on it. Dude, because like, people want to work with Kanye, especially from like at all this over. time. Oh. Like if you if you look at okay, my favorite song on this and probably my favorite Kanye song is on this record. I'm gonna say it's Monster. I love uh. Monster. I love that song. So that's that's my favorite song. And I mean just think about it in that song. You have Rick Ross. You have Jay-Z, you have Nicki Minaj, and you have Bon Iver. Bon Iver, however you say his stupid name. So you have like four huge people at the time on one track, not including Kanye. That's pretty impressive. And they all went out to Hawaii, and or they at least, you know, some of them did, I'm sure. It's it's crazy. It's crazy how big this record was, and I don't know. I just don't know. But to me, it's my number six, and um, it's still sub two. So... From here on out, we're hit, we're hitting the twos and up. How are, I don't still understand like how are you sub two on this? It just it makes no sense. I just I don't think these the records I've said I feel like they they're just better. There are better versions of these albums or, uh, than some of these. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just don't. None of them really caught my attention that that much. They were kind of boring. Kanye West is somebody that needs to be listened to over and over. And my fear of doing this was that maybe you would get burned out quicker listening to him like one after the other, bing, bang, boom style. Mm-hmm. So, well, I will say there are three records that I'm definitely going to go back to. Well, there's several be times eight records that you go back to. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. So what do you got for your number five? Number five, Jesus is King. When this first came out, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Not a fan, and and just I don't know. I I thought it was it was reason. corny and goofy, but but now that I come back to it, I dude, I was blown away. Like to mix hip hop with gospel so well, and and it was great. And I mean, I just docked at points to go down to number five because they're top four, are just like untouchable Kanye albums. Well, and then Kanye yeah. sings on this, and it's terrible, <laughs> but it's so <laughs> earnest. And you know, Kanye's just like fuck it, man. I don't want to hire a singer to do this because I want to do it. And that's just so, mm. I don't know, that's so choir boy, right? Like everybody can sing in church. They don't care. Like they take everybody. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the point of it. That's the fun of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't see how that's funny, but okay. church isn't funny. Well, sometimes. Okay. No, it's not sometimes. funny. God is not funny, sometimes. bro. Sometimes. She's a very serious person. <sighs> see, whatever now you're is. making jokes. Now you're yeah, making you're right. jokes. I'm making jokes. <laughs> Fucking hypocrite over here. Well, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I don't, dude. The, the you rank this so low because that's where it belongs. You're just you're you're. 
you're crazy. You're you're just you're you're crazy today. I I can't I can't even think. This is like when you said toxicity was like the worst. It's just <laughs> you're except that I was I was kidding about you that. Just you just don't so understand Kanye the way Kanye understands Kanye. That's fine. Okay. I don't I don't want to. And okay. I don't care to. You need to. Um but use this gospel. That's that's probably like my favorite. It's got very cool parts. Like the choir is really heavy and powerful and it has that that saw effect, like in the beginning of Get You. Oh okay, and it's yeah. just dead quiet and then you can just hear him like come in and, and everybody comes in and it's like at that but also with the choir. And it's just it sounds insane. And then they have that piano key that just drones all over the place and just the same tone over and over and over and over and it just wears on you kind of like throwing back to the runaway song a little bit and then kenny g comes in you're just like what are you doing like how yeah, did that this was, that's a little strange how did this even happen and kenny g is just notorious for being just like a boring musician but damn dude he killed it here it was so good blown away by oh, jesus king Blown away by it. I, I, I was, I, I was blown it. away. I just don't get it. But whatever. I mean, you could be wrong. Because you've been wrong a lot already. No, this, no, no, the only thing wrong here is how much you don't appreciate Kanye. <laughs> okay? I appreciate some aspects of him. But that's about it. You're like the media. You probably just know Kanye for saying like, George Bush doesn't like black people and telling Taylor, Taylor Swift that he's going to let her finish and then just like all that <laughs> stupid shit. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what's important, right? Yeah. <sighs> okay, so my number five, here we go. This is where we start at the twos, at a, the two out of threes. Uh, and my number five is 808s and Heartbreak. You're so, oh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm I, out. I'm done. I, I hate to do it to you. I hate to do it to you. But yeah, I just, I this is the first outside of the... The watch. Oh, I'm not. I'm not actually. We'll we'll talk about it on the main part of the episode. I don't want to talk about it. So, <laughs> so my number five <laughs> is 808s and heartbreak. So there you go. So what's your number five or your number four? My number four is, is the college dropout. This is uh, this is a this is quite the good album. It's it's unbelievable for a debut. It took a long time for him to make this, but um, it was it was it was worth the wait, man. The topics he discussed like so early on are so mm-hmm. expansive. It's just he talked. He did everything. And it's, it was like he tried really hard to do it all and then accomplished doing it all. Great. Yeah. And no, then, I, 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 I'll get more into it too. But. I never realized how, how emo Kanye was like from the get-go, like right from the beginning. And mm-hmm. how, I mean, you said like some albums that you didn't like or whatever because he wasn't vulnerable or something. I don't know what you were saying because it's all stupid. But <laughs> Kanye has been like vulnerable from day one, from the moment the calls drop out hit. He has been vulnerable. He has been putting himself out there. He's just not a good spokesman for himself, but he has been putting himself out there since day one in the college dropout. Just like the entire theory behind it, too, where he dropped out of college. He didn't want to go to college. He wanted to be a musician. And so following that aspect of his life and the college dropout and late registration and then graduation, it's just it's unbelievable how this guy even kind of later on too, like he didn't start doing this. Like the college dropout didn't come out when he was like 16 or 17. It was later on in his life, not too much later, but like 20 ish. Yeah. And so he was already, you know, when you're 20 and nothing's really happened, you have to start looking at your life and thinking, okay, maybe this isn't working. So I should do something else, but he stuck with it because Kanye believed in Kanye. (laughs) Well, he was already getting some sort of success because he was, 
producing and writing for other people. Yeah, he he produced some stuff for Jay Z for Talib Kweli. So he people didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. but nobody liked him as a rapper. It was just he was just a producer. Who did he work for? Was it Def Jam or was it? I, I think I, I think it was Def Jam because then um, yeah. most of his early stuff came out on Def Jam. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, Damn, dude, call his dropout. It's just it's. It's crazy how good this is. But Jesus Walks, that's a banger. I just want to talk about that one real quick. It's heavy and intense, and that's this kind of shows like the emo side of Kanye super early on. Um, but my favorite Kanye song is on here, and that's the new workout plan. And Oh yeah, that was a good one. That song is that song is yeah. unbelievable. This I think this was the first Kanye song that I heard. And then when the graduation came out, I liked that album and then realized that they're the same is the same person that did both songs. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool for me at the time. But um, yeah, dude, the new workout plan is so stupid, but it's so damn fun. And there's spoken word parts in there. But my favorite line in the whole the whole song and the whole album is, is when he says, all the mocha lotties and you got to do Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I like it so much. That's really stupid. But it's so damn funny. It's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connie's a genius. He's he's oh. he's the best. He's oh. the best. Oh. Damn. <sighs> okay, that's your number four. Holy yeah, shit. number four. The calls drop out. Okay, that's low, but that's okay. Um, you'll get there someday. My number four is late registration. This one, I really enjoyed. This one. This is definitely above a two. Uh, this is. This was definitely, though, uh, a very good extension of the college dropout. They they really go hand in hand. It's very much it's it's the cool, like awesome beats and production from the first record. But he adds a little some other elements as well. But it you can tell it's I mean, you already know it's already kind of been done, but it's still solid. It's still, still a solid, solid record. I thought it was excellent. Um, and just like the first record, it just he has a lot of great guests. Like on the first, or on, at least on this one, you know, Common was on it, Jay Z was on it, Nas was on it. Just some really good people were on this record, and um, I think it's fantastic. But my favorite song off this one is "Addiction" as well. I know Ooh. you said it was your favorite too. I think the the beat was great, and his different. This is the only time I ever heard him in, on any of his records actually have any sort of diverse range within his rapping abilities. Cause he, he he like he like dabbles in different styles of rapping on this song, and I thought it was really really cool. It it worked really well for him, and I don't know why he doesn't do it more. Cause it sounds so damn good. He doesn't need to. He can do whatever he wants. Well, of course, cause it's his music. And then also, I like uh, the song "Diamonds in Sierra Sierra Leone." Was that the, what? That's or close what, enough. Diamonds for Sierra Leone, or something like that. Well, the sample they use in that song is the theme song for the James Bond movie "Diamonds Are Forever." So I thought that was cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, late registration is my number four Kanye record. So you still have college dropout, graduation, and then what's the other one you still have? You don't still have Yee, do tell. you? Not oh, gonna, you have Yeezus. Not going to say. Dude, how do you hate 808s but then think like Yeezus is his best album? That's just insane to me. You're, you're, <laughs> dude, my head hurts. My head hurts. Uh, what do you got for your number three? All right, number three. Um, my top two didn't even really change. I thought they were going to because of how good everything else was. But my top two, just they've pretty much stayed like this since uh, I was introduced to Kanye West. Um, but number three is Life of Pablo. You, you listen to this one way too low, and I just I, I think it, you belongs. may I think you may have missed like the forest through the trees on this one. 
this album is this album is a mess. It is a disaster of a concept. It is super sloppy. It just makes no sense. But for someone who, like I said earlier, is a surgeon when it comes to production, you start to realize that this is all intentional. Everything Kanye does is intentional and well thought out, at least to him. And there's a lot of really good <laughs> gospel stuffs here that really get me. But okay, once you once you kind of know that either Kanye West has completely lost his mind on Life of Pablo or he is too damn good for his own good, then you start to hear a lot of transitions between songs, between verses in songs, and Life of Pablo kind of kind of becomes really, really good. I see, I if, don't... if there are any albums that I can convince you to listen to just one more time, this is the only one I would like for you just to listen to one more time. I'll give it another shot. I'll give it another shot. Because this, dude, I was blown away by this one too. I was. I was. <laughs> Color me surpri- surprised. I was too, because Life of Pablo have always has always just kind of been like that that album to me. It's just been like a mess. It's like, like a bunch of different sounds that Connie was working with, and he threw it on an album, and whatever. Like it was, it's just a, it's a mess of an album, but it's, it's supposed to be. All right. But there's a lot of bangers here. Real Friends is great and a a good peek into Kanye's ever-changing, sincere inner feelings. But, um, Mm. dude, the best song is I Love Kanye. It's quick. (laughs) It's fun. Kanye making fun of Kanye, but still showing Kanye's love for Kanye. Fucking perfect. It's such a perfect song. It's so funny. Uh, And this was was like a late addition that he threw in there because everyone always makes fun of him. And he was just like, okay, fuck it. I'll make fun of myself. And then... Once you like read this stuff, because people were actually saying these things about him, right? About mm-hmm. some of the stuff that he does and his style of of chopping up like soul music and then kind of speeding it up, like chipmunk style. People mm-hmm. always made fun of him for doing that. And then he starts talking about that in the I Love Kanye thing. And dude, this is a this is a banger of a song. It is so funny. It is so good. And at the very end he just laughs. laughs. Giggles. Giggles to himself. Like I said, man, Kanye's Kanye is like either the greatest genius that nobody realized he ever was, or he's just completely lost it. I think it's we it's don't both. know. We it's don't both. know. Like, I have no idea. Nah, it's both, man. He's so crazy, interesting. Like what you said, he's a, he's a crazy genius. This could even be like a long con though, because how can somebody no, make no, how can no, ma- no, how can no. somebody make so no many good albums for so long? He's no Fred Durst. And then all of his albums are like vastly different from each other. And they're all great. They're all good. You're like the only person on the face of the earth that hates all of Kanye's music. I just don't (laughs) understand. Is it because he's popular? Is it because people like him? Is it because George Bush doesn't like black people? I don't understand why you don't like Kanye West. Like I said, I like some of his records. My top three I like. So there you go. How the fuck you can put Yeezus up there? Yeezus better be number three. I'm legit meeting you. I'm turning it off right now. <laughs> We're done. Are we? Are we moving on to my top? My top three? Yeah. Okay. So my third, my number three, uh, was college. The college drop. The college dropout. You're stupid. You're just dumb. Your, your brain is is pooed Why? Up. Because Yeezus should not be in your top two. Is Yeezus in your top two? Which one did you say yet. already? I don't know. Uh, but the college dropout. This. So I listened to eight. So this week I listened to 808s and then I went back obviously and started from the beginning. And I was like, I was like pleasantly surprised by what I was hearing on the college dropout. I've never heard this record before. 
and uh, it, it was excellent. Like I had a really good time. I, I just thought it was, it was great, absolutely great. Uh, the one song on here that I knew, which was actually the first Kanye song I ever heard, was "All Falls Down," and that's one of my favorites on this one. But my favorite is "Jesus Walks." Mm-hmm. That that song is intense. I love that beat. Just that it just kind of like sways, and it just kind of like you just you can't help but bob your head. It's it's, it's a so banger, good. dude. It's it's, it's an absolute banger. So I was like really pleasantly surprised with this record. I was really digging it. Um, and I didn't, I never realized how religious he was even back then. Yeah. I thought that was more of like a, a recent thing, but this album is like full of like religious imagery and, and references. And I was just really surprised by that. But no, other than that, I, I think college dropout is great. And my top three, I'm definitely going to get on vinyl at some point. Call the college dropout is my number three. Jesus walks and all falls down. Well, good luck with that graduation vinyl. This is at least 50, $60. <sighs> I'm doing it. If that's even in my top two, I don't even know. Well, you haven't said it yet, so I know it is. Well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) so what do you have for your number two? Number two for me is graduation. This this is uh I don't even know where to begin with this. Like it's this is the melodies are way too good to even be real here. His delivery is truly iconic, and I know a lot of people give him shit for the way he raps and how it's not good, but you think of all like the shitty rappers. And they're in their own category, like Snoop Dogg, like Easy E, like Kanye. They are their own thing. They are their own entity. But what differentiates Kanye between the other two is he's, Kanye's not annoying. He's not annoying like Calvin Brodus. He's not annoying like Easy E is. Mm-hmm. And his lyrics are just insanely good and still honest. And he's really witty. And he's just he he takes every line and just dissects it to a point where it's it's there's like two or three meanings per line. For the entire song, for the entire album, and it's, it's good, man. It's just, it's, it's crazy how good he is. Actually, still to this day, because, you know, you hate Jesus I, is King, I mean, but Jesus is King is good. But this whole album has, has such an earnest feel to it. It's like a kid whose whose dream was to make it big, and then made mm-hmm. it big, and then made a fucking rad album. Like it's just, it's just cool to see Kanye so stoked about Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, man. It's so weird. <laughs> He's just. Dude's just high on life, man. He's just high on life. He just loves being Kanye. Like nobody loves <laughs> nobody <laughs> loves Kanye more than Kanye. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It is very true. My fa- my favorite here is flashing lights. And it's funny too, cause because uh. in high school, our friend friend of the pod, John, he uh he liked this album too. And he liked a lot of the lines from Flashing Lights. And um This came out after high school. This came out in 07. Wait, did I say friend from high school or while we were in high school? Oh, I thought you said. Did you say while we were in high school? I thought you said while we were in while we were in high school. Now I have no idea what I said. So, but yeah, John, oh, okay. John and I liked um, a lot of the lyrics from here, especially the D's motherfucker D's part. I don't know why, <laughs> but that one always stuck out with us. But flashing lights. This is this is my my favorite um, song from here. There 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 are too many parts to this song to like not love. His last verse on the on the line, like my favorite part. He says, I'm just saying, hey, Mona Lisa, come home. You know you can't roam without Caesar. That's a good line. It's it's stupid. It's stupid good. Just it's so it's so damn good. I just <laughs> I just get so excited for him. Uh, it, this obsession with Kanye. I mean, I knew you liked him, but I didn't know it was it, it was an infatuation. It, it like re-triggered it, it it really did. It like re-triggered my love for Kanye. And it made me realize too that. Because I never realized how 
much he talked about Jesus and God and, and religion. Mm-hmm. And I always thought it was, because it kind of is, and I always thought it was just like the media portraying him as going crazy. Because a lot of times when people go crazy, they start to find God, and that's sometimes people think like that's, oh, that's why they're crazy. It's because they're being religious. It's like he's always been like this. Yeah, that's what it seems like from the first record. And it's, I don't know, man. The media just has it out for this guy. I don't like it. <laughs> Well, he has said and done a lot of stupid shit in the media. He's just he a lot just, of a lot of headline worthy <laughs> stuff. He just that's what he's he done. just gets too excited about things like the whole Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, that was just him being excited, and I don't think he. I honestly don't think he meant any disrespect to her at all. He's just an idiot. Like it's, he <laughs> just he just really wanted to tell everybody else about Beyonce. But he just didn't realize that that's not the way to do it, Kanye. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> Like he wasn't mean uh, about it. Like he, I mean, he didn't really come off as as being like mean or cruel. He was. It was just something stupid that he did. And like the whole. He even George said, "I'm gonna let you finish." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and the whole like George Bush doesn't like black people thing. It, like, oh, that's like one of my favorite videos. Like I, Mike Myers' face, man. He, he had a, but he had a thought in his head, and he he in his in his <laughs> mind he was probably thinking like, "This is gonna be good. I'm bringing an issue up that I really believe in," but it. Of course, it just comes out terribly and unexpectedly. Well, because it, it's because it had nothing to do with what Mike Myers was saying. Yeah. Like he, he was like he was like speaking very earnestly. He was very passionate about what he was saying and what needs to happen. <laughs> and then there's the pause. There's the pause. And then Kanye just like has the dead eyes, just staring at the camera, and he just says, "George Bush hates black people." And then Mike Myers is just like, <laughs> "You could you could tell he's like he's." panicking like Speechless. it just came out of nowhere yeah it's it's that's, such a great video i dude, love this it is Kanye being conway man conway <sighs> conway yes conway Con- conway west <laughs> yeah Damn. graduation number two graduation okay well my number two is also graduation look at that look at that uh, i i like this one because it was like a it was a it was a great progression uh, out kind of out of the the college dropout stuff, uh, and because he was adding more like electronic elements to it, he was just it. It seemed like he was having way more fun, and he was being a little bit more experimental, which was nice. And it kind of like you could tell if you look at like the musical landscape of the time, he was setting a lot of trends within the music industry, and because a lot of artists were starting to pick up on tricks that he was using, especially on this record and then running with it and making it not as good. Like this is where I feel he was starting. He used the auto tune a little bit on this record, but then everybody else took that and just fucking ran with it at the time. But he was using it very lightly at this point to the point where it wasn't obnoxious. Um, but yeah, no, this, I thought this record was fantastic. And my favorite song is can't tell me nothing. I I know it's basic, but I used to watch that video that Zach Galifianakis did. I don't know if that's an official video, official Kanye video, but dude, it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. No, it's just Zach Galifianakis like on a tractor out in a, in a field of like <laughs> wheat and he's just like riding around and it's just super fucking weird. And he's just singing the song, singing the <laughs> song, singing all of Kanye's parts. It's really funny. So I used to watch that all the time. So I kind of have that, that I guess nostalgia to it, but also flashing lights is amazing. Um, and then I like, uh, the, I I think the last song has DJ premiere on it. So there's like some really cool scratching and stuff. So that's really good. 
I just thought it was a fantastic record, and this is another one that I would I would definitely get on vinyl. So is your number one Jesus? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know at this point. It's probably Jesus is King. Maybe it's my my favorite. And I'm pretty favorite. sure that's the only one you haven't said yet. How is the fuck is that? Is it? My number one is 808s, and that's why we're doing it for the album of the week because it's it's his yeah. best album. Well, it's not his. It's his fifth best. How that's the hell favorite. is Jesus your favorite? Jesus, Kanye? Jesus is my favorite Kanye. Yeah. Are you fucking high? Do you remember how I told you? I think today or yesterday. Are you drunk? I, it was today. It was today. I, I told you. Did you <laughs> fucking you. fall down <laughs> there, and hit your head? There was one album. There was one album that really like changed my mind, or I thought was just it exceeded my expectations. And then there was one that blew my mind. The one that blew my mind was Jesus. I couldn't believe how good it was. I, it was shocking how good this album was. I I don't even know what to say. Like that is you're this is so it wrong. It blew me away. It it fucking blew me away. His 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 use of samples and just the electronic and it's much more electronic than what he was doing, but he did it so well and he has he he adds a lot of little or he adds little dubstep elements to parts of songs that I th- was very very well done and I just I thought it was very good. It's a very very dark record. It he just sounds pissed off through most of it and i just i thought it was a fantastic record totally blew me away uh also this is the album that rick rubin executive produced but it's not because i didn't know that till after i listened to the record but anyway uh black skinhead is my favorite song off of this one um it just kind of has that like I, I lack of a better word it has like that galloping beat with like the big tribal drums and it just like you know drives you along i i I love that song. Fantastic song. Fantastic record. Not a perfect record, but absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, uh, I don't know what to say. That's <laughs> that's fine. That's just bad. know that I'm right. No, you're How is it bad? so what, wrong. What did you rank? Is this like seven? I no. I, I should be fair. It's not a bad record. It's it's just not. It's not even a top six. <laughs> oh, so it's it's your seventh. Like I was right. Yeah. This is. I mean, I would I would probably give this like a two. Like I said, two point zero zero one, because I gave late registration a two. So this, I mean, this is barely going above a two. It's not bad, but um, I, I think to to put this above actually anything else besides late registration and yeah, it's stupid and silly and oh, wrong. Man, no, it's 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 a two point seven five for sure, for sure. Two two point seven five. Wow. Maybe with the, with more listens, it'll get higher. Maybe it'll become a perfect record for me. I don't no, know. No, it, it will only go down. No, dude, this record's good. Go listen to it. I don't even think you listened to it this week. Uh, I really don't think you did. It's quite possible I skipped over this one. Yeah, you must have. That's why you ranked it so low. But no, it's it's great. It It's a very different record for him. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Really enjoyed it. So there you go. Jesus is his best record. Damn. So, all right, now that we're done with our album rankings... Let's uh, let's just get into the album of the week. So, what are we doing this week, Jeff? We are doing 808s and Heartbreak. Kanye West began his musical career as a producer in 1996, and has gone on to be one of the most influential people in hip hop. He currently has nine albums, three collaboration albums, four mixtapes, two live albums, and has sold well over 21 million copies worldwide. But the album we're doing today. 808s and Heartbreak is his fourth album, and it was released November 24th, 2008. The album was a big change in music, musical direction for him, but remains one of his more influential albums to date, selling many millions worldwide. Now, Jeff, billions, what is your... Billions and 
millions. What is your uh, history? First impressions? With Conway? With Conway? Not Kanye, but Conway. Conway West Jr. Tim Conway West Jr. Conway West Jr. Tim Conway West Jr. Conway Twitty Jr. So what do you got? I hate Conway Twitty. (laughs) (laughs) So much. Okay. All right. Um, Well, we're not talking about Tom Mike Quitty. So, wow. Dude, this pod reading, man, it fucks me up. Too many hazy little things. Too many hazies, too much pod reading. It's nah. it's a deadly combination, really. I don't know. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, my introduction to you, Con... Fuck, I almost... I'm going to say Conway. Conway at some point. This is terrible. The first song Conway. I've heard by Conway was... <laughs> The new workout plan from the college dropouts. Um, I never really got mm-hmm. into Kanye's music until like the graduation, and then. But even then, it was more. It was more kind of like, I don't know. I, it, it was more lyric based, and I didn't really appreciate Kanye for Kanye because he's really good, but his lyrics are kind of something else, and his delivery is something else. And so I kind of got into his lyrics more through graduation, and then. He came out with his record label, good good music, I think in like 2004. But then late 2000s, he came out with Good Fridays, which every Friday for a couple months, like two or three months, he put out a new song. And at the time, I was working uh, at Dave & Buster's, and one of the one of my friends that worked there, his name was is Moda, and he was a fucking massive Kanye fan. And then we both started working for Blue Sky, the, the beer installation company I worked for. And so every Friday he would send me over whatever song of the week Kanye would release on Good Fridays. And a lot of the times, I mean, not a lot, but like four or five, it was leading up to his My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So I think the first Good Friday song he released, or like the first or second one was Monster. To kind of oh, like yeah, that's a good one. Kickstart his Good Friday thing. and But like Good Friday, that's when I heard, that's where I heard Mr. Hudson and that's where I heard, like, that's where I first heard, like, Kid Cudi. And so that was really cool. And so moving forward, I guess, I didn't get back into Kanye, I guess, until after my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy came out. And then I re-listened to everything because my friend Moda was a huge fan. And that's all he would talk about. And I realized that Kanye is a force to be reckoned with. Possibly. With some of his music, yeah. I mean... you, You are like bullets <laughs> no, for, uh, Kanye I don't know man like I, I've I have not been there since the beginning and I was not there with in the end because the first time I heard Jesus is King I did not like it but going yeah. back on our rankings I, I adore it when I first heard Life of Pablo mostly because at this time too this was this was like mid 2010s and Kanye was saying that Life of Pablo is going to be the greatest album that has ever come out. And so at that point, everyone's kind of <laughs> knucklehead. Everyone's kind of over his shit. And so when Life of Pablo came out, like I just I didn't like it. And as you know, with the rankings, I came back listening to it this week and it is did its top four. <sighs> That's great. I think I, I think so I, I think I, I said top three. No, it's top four. No, it's fucking crazy. No, it's top four. Yeah. Definitely. It is It is absolutely fantastic. Kanye, from the beginning, going back and listening this week to Call of Dropout all the way to Jesus is King, you realize that he's been doing the same thing, but he's just been making it better and better every single time. 
Well, that's definitely not true. No, that is 100% true. Things that people think that Kanye are doing for Jesus is King, he's already been doing it for College Dropout. He's already been doing it in late yeah. registration, graduation, really expanding through 808s. And and a lot of new age rappers, dude, new age, I sound like an old person when I say that. <laughs> All these new fangled rappers. But like, but like, people but like, like Drake, people like Travis Scott, these people would not mm-hmm. be, they would not exist had it not been, not just for Kanye, but specifically 808s and Heartbreak. Which is so weird. Like, why this album? Why do you, it's, why do you like this album so much? I think this album, I mean, just, just spoilers already. This is, this is going to be, I'm going to give this a perfect three. So I, well, I, I, I like this. Throw that out a lot, but okay. I definitely don't. And Halloween's over, so I'm very stingy about the candy because I want to reuse it for next year so I don't have to buy new candy. <laughs> I don't I I I think that this album is 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 perfect because it shows that Kanye can can be different but also still yeah. be innovative and also still be good. Because the college dropout era, those first three records, is 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 a climb, is a climb. The college dropout came out and he, he was kind of telling everybody, hey, I don't want to go to college. I want to make music. I don't care if it's good. Here, here it is. And it just happened to be really fucking good. And then late registration came out and it was just a more polished version of college dropout. Yeah. And then graduation came out and it just blew people's minds and still today blows people's minds. And that was like Kanye at his best. And so where do you go from there? Yeah. So where do you, where do you go from there? Where, what you do is you, Man, and I, I, uh, like, what what is this crazy about Kanye? Is is you hate the guy, right? Because he brings so much shit on himself, but then he comes out with something like 808s, and then you're like, wow, this dude is a person. He is a real human being with real feelings, and you kind of feel bad for him, and you kind of feel sorry for him, and you empathize with him, and you you feel what he's feeling with this because what he was doing at this time was so different than pretty much what anyone has ever done. And it was so different than what he was doing and what made him famous. It was very, very different. You're, you're la- it's, I don't, it's I don't know. I don't record. know what you're laughing at. What is funny? What is, what is it's just what, a very different. What is funny about this? I mean, I, I agree with you. It is a, just a very different record. Nobody had done anything like this. Yeah. At the, up to this point. Yeah, absolutely. And to be fair, like, like conceptually, humanizing somebody who's like above like dude i mean there there are certain celebrities that are just in the, the like like the the celebrity of celebrities mm-hmm. like we talk about like if you ever meet paul mccartney that would be super like weird like what the fuck would you say to paul mccartney yeah. kanye west is another person he's a celebrity of celebrities Maybe. bad or good he is he's he's dude he's 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 bigger than jesus at this Maybe. point and jesus is king maybe but with no that's just silly so when 808s comes out, he is changing the entire rap game entirely, and he he brings it down to this weird minimalist thing where he's only using this drum machine, and there's no samples or very little samples, and he's not even rapping a lot. He's just kind of singing a lot of use of the auto tune, and then people ran with the auto tune, and really made people hate the auto tune. But yes. when Connie used it for 808s, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It was, 
it was him acknowledging that, hey, I, I am not a good singer, but I do have these ideas. I do have these feelings. I want you to hear what I feel inside. And the only way for me to adequately do so is through the use of the autotune. And it was kind of minimal, to be honest, because when we were in high school and post high school, we always made fun, like made fun of that that shorty. Right. We always there was like an autotune was that, app. Was that? high? Oh, no, that was after high school. Yeah, it was like post high school, and it was like that short IE. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that With, was. Uh, friend, what's his name? Friend of the pod, uh, Soil used to always do it. T Pain, T Pain. Yeah. Well, that that's how that what I was reading. He uh, Kanye had just met T Pain, and they became friends. And T Pain introduced him to AutoTune, introduced him to that whole concept, and that's why Kanye started using it was because of T Pain. So but it wasn't like an original is, original the thing from Kanye. But the, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference you're gonna miss. Okay. And that's why you hate this album is because you're missing this difference. The difference is Connie uses the, the autotune as a tool rather than a crutch. And at this time, when, t- when, when autotune was getting massive, people were using the autotune as a crutch rather than as a tool. And Correct. That's what's no, irritating. You. No, that's I, I, irritating. I agree with you on that. I totally agree with you on that. So I, I do. This un- album I, is fucking unbelievable. I wouldn't say unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's definitely not even his best record, not even top three. Which we already talked about, but hey, oh boy, we we got we got quite the episode ahead of us. Oh, so yeah. my my initial thing with Kanye was man, I just never really cared for him. The first song I remember ever hearing was when I saw the video for "All Falls Down" uh, with uh, Stacy Dash. Yeah, Stacy Dash, and that was the first first time I had seen him, and first time I had heard that heard any music from him i thought it was cool it was it was an okay song and then after that it was just like random songs here and there but nothing really clicked really that much and um so i never really i never really listened to an entire record unless maybe i was with you and we listened to one maybe like on a road trip or something but i didn't nothing really stood out to me so i don't have this this crazy nostalgia i didn't really know anybody who liked kanye or if i did they didn't really talk about him so I just I just didn't didn't really care that much. So yeah, listening to it when so like when we do these when we do these albums, we li- what I do is I listen to the album of the week first, and then I go back and listen to the entire discography. So I listened Got to 808s, and so I listened to 808s, and I thought, oh, man, really, like this is what the whole oh, is like crazy, like really, this is it. And then I listened, so I had this like low expectation, and then I listened to College Dropout, and I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking good. This is actually really, really good. There are parts of it that are that are annoying, but overall, it's it's a that's a solid record. Late, like you said, late registration was like a more polished version of that, so it wasn't like as good. But then graduation blew me away. That album totally blew me away. And then after that, it was kind of like a down a downward spiral, I guess you could say. And then Jesus obviously hit, and that album is fucking fantastic. But. <laughs> I mean, honestly, some of his stuff, some of his stuff is so fucking good, but then he has, there's more bad than, there's a lot more bad than there is good in his catalog. I will say that. It really is. I I just, I don't get it. I mean, I, he is an amazing producer. He has, he writes some amazing beats. He, I love that he does everything. I really appreciate that, but I just, I can't get into it. I respectfully think that you are a fucking idiot. (laughs) The dude is yes. talented. The dude is talented. But then like he does get too far up his own ass and it kind of shows at points. It's you can't you can't deny that. You can't deny that. 
I've been I've been like struggling all week with of how to present <laughs> Kanye because Kanye is on the surface a douche, yes. but I just don't think he understands or knows how to act in society because, dude, like he didn't he wasn't poor growing up, he didn't come no. from like the hood, he was solid middle class. And and he made a name for himself, but since like the age of twenty, he's never really been normal. He's always kind of at least had the foot in the door of fame. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. In your twenties, when you start to drink and and things are really start developing as as a as as a person who you'll become, it's just I just don't think he understands what it's like to be a normal person. And I think he's not a very smart person anyway. And so, like, intelligence-wise, I just don't think he's a smart person. It's not a knock to him. It's just some people are just aren't... Not, not everyone can be as smart as you, Tyler, so... Oh, well, that's true. I mean, we all know yeah. that. It's, so, it's just... I, I, I just don't... I don't, I don't think he knows how to act as a normal person in society, and so that's why we see these these outbursts. Because he doesn't do things, like, slowly. It's always outbursts. It's always things that just kind of, like, happen suddenly, abruptly... And then the media runs with it and makes him out to be a crazy person. And then it just becomes like this weird self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's just like a battle. And I don't I, I don't know where it started. I don't know where it's going to end. But I think <laughs> Kanye is more than that. I just don't think he knows how to act. I don't think he knows how to act in, in, in public. Because yeah. he's not a normal person. Because he's... Dude, he's so fucking... Dude's won like 20 Grammys. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. Grammys are stupid anyway, but 20? Uh, it's pretty It's pretty remarkable. <laughs> That's a lot of Grammys. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> I wonder if he holds... No, there's no way he holds like the record. From that, what? That's a lot of fucking Grammys for a guy that doesn't even play any music. Like, doesn't even play any instruments. <laughs> right? true. Like, what the hell? That's very true. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's just crazy. Kanye is like in a league of his own. He's... He's just kind of like I don't unmatched. see. I don't see that. I, I just don't see it. Who? Who? What other hip hop artist is is in a league with Kanye? Uh, well, okay, maybe he. Who has been defining he has generations? Own, he has for his decades. own thing. He has his own thing, but I just don't his think. Own thing. I just don't think it's that that amazing to where like. Who I, else has done this for this long? Well, obviously, well he has, but it's it just I I don't. Nobody, you're right. I just There's don't nobody. think. I just I don't. There's not don't enough think, here. You don't. There's think, not enough here for me to like really want to stick around you for don't everything. Think. It's he's just, been doing this for almost twenty years. Okay, that's fine. But he and he's been influential pretty much every single he record been, he comes out with. Oh, not every single record, but like his first three, four records, yeah. But after that, well, after after eight oh eight, after eight oh eight, come on. No, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was influential. Jesus no. was influential. Ye, 2018 was influential. No, Jesus wasn't. was king. Dude, you're, you're, now you're not doing your research. Get like, the you're, fuck you're, out you're, of here. you're spouting off at the at the mouth here, and you're not doing your your due maybe, diligence. Maybe maybe people are being duped by Kanye. There has not been a person. There's not been, especially a hip hop artist that has been that that has been as influential for 20 years. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you can talk about like the kings of the gangster rap. What about what and about the golden like, era like, of hip hop? What about like the Beastie Boys? The Beastie Boys put out you know banger after banger of an album and singles. But they were only really and, influential twice. No, they were they were influential up through up until False. pretty much they were done. False. Until, they were good. They were good nah, up until they were nah, done. You're crazy. But they were man. only influential. No. Licensed to Ill and Paul's Boutique. No, that's no. What about Hello Nasty? Are you fucking kidding? 
Hello Nasty was not influential. Yes, it was, was really good. Oh how was it God, influential? Goodness. What what did Hello Nasty do? How did Hello Nasty break the barriers of how did How did Jesus, how did ye, how did Jesus No, go ahead. You you explain to me how Hello Nasty no, no, but broke no, but the tell, barriers but, of But of, see, you're, of, of you're, making, you're making these claims, but you haven't backed up any of the claims when it comes to his newer music. Like all of these claims are his first four records. The reason why I didn't like like the album Ye, for instance, his semi newest album, was because it was too much like the new age SoundCloud rap. And he leaned into it hard. Much like RTJ four, they also kind of leaned into the new age SoundCloud rap. But RTJ four killed it because they didn't fully embrace it. But in Ye, the reason why I didn't like that album is because he fully embraced that sound. And he I mean he did it better than a lot of the mumble rappers that I've heard since then yeah. i don't listen to a lot of it but he did it better than a lot of people so yes old dogs can learn new tricks and do it better than the new kids can <laughs> and then his next album jesus is king he throws it back to like the college dropout era and is very very religious throws in a lot of gospels tones a lot of different soundscapes in there yeah so yes influential till the end Okay. All right. I, and again, okay. I stand again. I stand by it because you have not. That's fine. Provide. I mean, I know you're not like the hip hop master. I'm not. I argue not. anybody to let me know that for 20 years running, who is as influential as Kanye in the hip hop realm? I don't know. I. I don't know. Even Eminem dies off, bro. Even M died off. I still don't agree with you. Yeah, I still don't agree with you that like his last five records have influenced a lot of other people. I really don't. I mean, I understand what you're saying where he he. He took something and ran with it, like with the SoundCloud stuff, but that's not necessarily influencing. That's not influencing other people. That's taking something from somebody else and then making it better. That's something entirely different than being influential. That so, No, that is true. But then coming out with your next album and regressing back to like basics and back to... So how is that influential? To, to that's basic just, sounds? That's, just, that's you trying to sound like the old you, but throwing in a little bit of gospel stuff here and there. Well, I mean, so that's not being influential. That's you don't that, have to that's just almost throw re, that's almost rehashing what he was doing on the first couple re, first couple of records. But so it's, better it's a sound, but that, that's not influential if he's, he's rehashing. furthering his sound every no, single time. That, that's why eight oh eight is so great. If he's rehashing, that's not. I, you keep saying rehashing. That's like your crutch because here. that's like what you, you just because that's what you said. I never said rehashing. Okay, you didn't use the word, but you said that he 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 said you said that Jesus, Jesus Christ. He's taking old ideas, mixing them with new ideas, and creating an entirely new idea. And that's why Jesus is King is so great. It's because Ye was taking new ideas and making new ideas, but Jesus is King is taking new ideas and old ideas and making an even newer idea, thus being influential. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I just, I don't. And when his new album comes out, I don't know what to think. <laughs> it's probably going to be shit. I, you, your, your hatred for Kanye, I think stems. See, from that's the thing. I don't hate him. I think it's. I think it stems strictly from your media influence. No, honestly, I don't hate. I him. I think you're being one hundred percent influenced like, like by I the said, media. You, you're not. You're not listening. But that's okay. You never listen when I talk. Um, I don't hate what? him. I don't hate him. I really don't. I just you don't hate think the new Kanye. I don't you think he's. I don't think he's Kanye. as good as everyone says he is. He's like I said, his first four records, great, and then Jesus, great. Other than well, that. 808 is his fourth record, so he said it's great. That's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. His first three records. I apologize. His first three records and Yeezus. Great. 808s, it's good. It's definitely pretty damn good. Not great. Pretty damn good. And then everything else is just like run of the mill. It's just like mediocre. I just don't I don't I don't really care for the other stuff. And you know what's what's even more stupid, Jeff? I'm agreeing with you on a lot of shit, and you're still fighting me. 
Makes no sense. Because you're pushing me away. That's what you're pushing me away from this. You're making me hate him. Pushing, pushing. <laughs> I know you hate him. I know you dislike him. I don't. Him. It's so stupid. But it, what, I know what you is dislike funny, him, and I know it's only because of your media influence. What, what is funny about that is when you go to his Wikipedia, his controversy section is so fucking long. It's yeah. so damn long. I think we already talked about it in the rankings, but I don't remember. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's let's, uh, let's, I, let's let's dive into the album that you in, hate yeah. so much. 808s and Heartbreaks. Do you have any Tyler stinkers? Yes, I know. I, fuck, I fucked it up early on. But do you not have any stinkers? stinkers? Of course not. Of course not? No. Of course not. No. If you do have a stinker, just... Go ahead and just get that idea out of your <laughs> just, mind. Just tell you what it is. Stinkers. And I swear to fucking God, if you say Pinocchio stories, a stinker. <laughs> because it's live. And because he, he's not good at rapping. Then I'm going to fucking, I swear to God, I will fucking murder you through this mic. So his Say Pinocchio story. Say so it. So there is one stinker. Say it. Uh, it's Pinocchio story. No, it's not Pinocchio story. Um, it's See You in My Nightmare. That is the one stinker. I just, I, my, my, my distaste for little Wayne, it's it's that's still the there. only part, right? But that's even the only the, but, thing. But uh, even outside of little Wayne, sounds not bad, he, bro. He Kanye just he fucking puts on that auto tune so strong. It's just so distracting. It just sounds so bad. I hate that. I just do not like that style at all. I just don't get it. I don't get why people enjoy it. But I mean, because I like a lot of stupid shit and a lot of bad shit. But the the auto tune, like the overuse of auto tune, like that, is just so silly. It's just not even like fun or interesting. It's just I just don't like it. And Kanye really lays lays it on thick in that song, and with Little Wayne too. I just don't think it's a very good song. It's it's obnoxious. It's just Little Wayne. Little Wayne, I I also very much dislike. I just I can't. I don't understand why people like Little Wayne, and people like love Little Wayne. People think Little Wayne is. Is also like monumental and and genre yeah, defining. That, that makes even less sense to me than Kanye. I totally agree with you on that one. Lil Wayne is is complete garbage. People say um, he's like one of the greatest greatest rappers of all time. It's like, dude, are no, you, he's like, garbage. I've heard the he's stuff trash. that he's not done. Like I've heard I've heard many but songs of his without the auto tune. Stuff that he's not done. No, <laughs> I've heard a lot of his music where he doesn't use auto tune. Because I, I wanted to see, like, does this guy actually have, like, really good flow? Like, what's going on with him? And even then, I just, he's not good. Auto-tune he's or not, annoying. Like, he's not good. He's not that good of a rapper. He has a horrible flow. He's, and, his, and, like, I, I just, I don't like his, his music's not good. What's, he's not good. Yeah, I, I, don't want, I don't want to talk about Lil Wayne that much. So, what, like, what's cool about this song, though, is, is this song Nothing. is, like, a constant decrescendo. The, the chord progression is constantly falling. And... And like the tone itself is 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 very somber as as much of this album is, but I like see you in nightmares in my nightmares. If I had to like rank, because I didn't, because they're all bangers. But if I had to rank my least favorite banger, mm. this would be it. Okay, so it's a bad song, yeah. Stinker, but it's a good song. It's no, it's, a, it's, it's it's not Dude, an just okay. Say it's a fucking stinker. It's fine. It's no, because it's not a stinker. Oh my god, it's not a stinker when in any capacity. You're unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Okay, so we have one stinker. Yes, according to you, there there are there are several okay songs. I have let me see how many bangers. I think I have like five bangers. That's not enough bangers. Yeah, there's actually five bangers. Yeah, five bangers. So there's there's more songs. Like so, there's twelve songs. Yes, and you have five bangers, which you should have 
11 bangers and then one stinker. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, that's, only that's five fine. bangers. It, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it is fine. What is what is your biggest banger? Uh, we already played Paranoid. Oh, that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's my biggest banger, and too. I, yeah, honestly, I don't remember I don't remember ever hearing this song. Oh, I, I know you man, said it was a single. That song is so fucking good. I know you said it was a single, but I never heard it prior to this listen through. Never, ever heard it. But, dude, that is a... That, that is fun. That it's it's the one of the few times on this where he actually sounds like he's having fun. He ha, he's using like his normal vocals. He's not he's not using the auto tune. Like it it kind of like made me wish like fuck, dude. I want I want to go back and listen to graduation or something like that or college dropout. Oh man, it's really good. And and as much shit talking as I do on on eighties synth music, he he utilizes it really well in the song. But it's like There's, but it's a lot darker than than normal eighties synth wave. It's really good. It's really good. So, I, so I guess like just just contextually, right? So, so 808s is coming off the coattails of like I don't want to say like emotionally underdeveloped Kanye West. I mean, you can say it. Some people go through loss differently than than others, and 808s is like a clear example of of Kanye lost his mom and he got. I don't know. He got dumped by his fiance mm-hmm. kind of like at the same time, very close together. And so the two most powerful figures in his life. And if you followed Kanye like at all or know anything about Kanye, like his mom was his world. Like we've talked about other musicians like Buck Owens and, and, and uh, Don, Don Rich, mm-hmm. like that death really affected him. Uh, Dwayne Allman severely affected most of that band still to this day. Yeah. So Connie losing his mom is, is like, it's, it's rough and it's rough. And this entire album is very sad. It's very sad overall. It's very, it's very depressing with little bursts of happiness. Yeah. But those little bursts are still overshadowed by kind of like this overarching doom. You can still hear like the, uh, the, the sadness and the loneliness in his voice. Because he, dude, he almost sings like monotone throughout this entire record. So it's it it's interesting. It's it he really he really did you know, let everything out it seemed. Like he was very you could just tell the emotion was all there. I I, I think Kanye just makes music that he thinks he will like and it just so happens to be fucking amazing. And it seems like he records music very quickly. Like when he when he's when he decides like, okay, I'm gonna go make a record He'll make it in like two or three weeks. Yeah, like he'll 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 seclude himself, like he'll isolate himself, and just fucking pump out a fucking album. Full and just oozing, oozing with good ideas. <laughs> oozing, no, no like no. a snail leaving a, a a slime trail of fantastic ideas. No, no, that, that's a like little a, disgusting, but no, like a like a baby soiling its diaper with great ideas. Oh god. That's Kanye. Oh god. And then and then this song as well Paranoid. This is one of the few songs where he is screwing the girl over rather than him being dumped. Him pretty much saying that he's manipulating her. We're talking about manipulating her and then you know sleeping with somebody else behind her back and this and that and this is the only time on this record where he he comes out as being the bad guy. Which is very weird because he plays victim in every single one of these songs. You okay? So don't don't say play victim because that's okay. He, that's he's kind of okay. Like, he yeah no. His lyrics are about being the victim of 
of a breakup or whatever, whatever it is he's talking about. His lyrics are about being hurt. Yes. He's not a victim. He's just hurt. He's a hurt dude. Okay? Dudes can be hurt too. That's true. Words are like bullets. So Paranoid is interesting because you're right. It is like he is... Is is being kind of a dick in this one, but it's interesting because it comes in between Love Lockdown and Robocop, mm-hmm. and so it's almost like Paranoid is just like his way of of not knowing how to deal with adult situations, and thus being a dick at it. It's like him acting so, out. It's like he's a child and he's acting out. Yeah, yeah. and 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 like coming off the coattails again of losing like the two most important people in his life, which is really sad. Like at the same time, really dude, sad. like you can't, like, how can you even imagine? And then hearing about like how his mom died, she died just having like a, like a, almost seemed like a basic cosmetic surgery. Like it wasn't even a, anything major, but she died from complications of that or something. And then, and then you think too, like, who do you think paid for that? Right. So Kanye clearly paid for her cosmetic surgery yeah. because she's been there since day one for him. And just to, I don't know, man, just to think of like the overwhelming sense of guilt Oh, that I know. Kanye probably still carries with him, saying, "Had I not paid for my mom's cosmetic surgery, she would not have died." Yeah, it's, and that it's that really kind sad. of thinking is is so destructive. It's so it's so bad. It's so terrible. And this entire record, this is an emotional roller coaster. And I, this whole week has just been fucking nuts for me because I, dude, I think this is a perfect album again. Like I said, but. <laughs> This is good stuff. Like, this is good stuff. And this is really the best time that Kanye has ever humanized himself mm-hmm. in his in his constant battle with the media and with fans and just with his own legacy. This is the only time that he's really laid it out there in a, in a, in a sense that was so stripped down, so basic, that he only relied on essentially bad singing and a drum machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It is pretty stripped down compared to the other records, especially like the uh, uh, what is the what is the fucking Wait. record with Monster? Oh my God, what is oh, that like beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Yeah, like it, this is like the complete opposite of that when it comes yeah. to production production wise, because that's a huge album, it, like production from like a from the layering and the complexity of that record. It, they're they're just two wildly different records, and that came out after this, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Okay, yeah, which is so it's crazy. But See, paranoid is a paranoid is a banger. I, I know it's it's a popular song, but it's kind of glossed over because he has a lot of popular songs, especially yeah, at this he has time. A lot of popular songs, you know, up up until this record, almost every single he had was was a huge hit. Right? I mean, well, besides like monster on monster on the fantasy record, and then the couple Jay Z singles. On uh, watch, uh, watch the Throne. Did you see that watch? They had Watch the Throne at uh, Grace Records. Did they? Yeah, they had it up on the wall. Uh, how much was it? I didn't look, but it, it looked really fancy. They had graduation there for forty five. So oh, you and you wouldn't even get that. I almost bought. I showed it to you. I almost bought it. I almost bought it. But but, well, I think they, I asked they, you if I should it. buy that or if I should buy Robin the Hood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I told you I just buy Robin the Hood. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was a better choice for sure. But the the Watch the Throne record, it looked like the size of the my Pumpkins record that I got. Like it was like in a big box. box. Yeah, it, it was in like in a, it looked like a big box set, and then it. it what the fuck! You didn't, I can't believe you didn't see it. That's not even a long. That's like that album's like forty minutes long. It's not even a long album. I I don't know why it was so crazy and elaborate. But then even like the the front of it wasn't even like a flat surface. 
the cover it wasn't a flat surface it was like a it was like raised and it was it was textured to like Ooh. the rec to the whatever the that is on the album cover but it looked cool but yeah it was, pr- it was probably it. at least 100 bucks i'm sure it was well, you have no problem spending hundred dollars. I record, feel like everything so. up on the wall, anything up on a wall at a record store, is going to be at least fifty to sixty dollars. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And a big, big box set like that is going to be expensive. It's the Wall of Fame. Well, I wouldn't say Wall of Fame. Kanye's up there. Oh, it's like, well, oh my God, dude, this guy. But, uh, <laughs> uh, what is what is your also TV? also Kid, Kid Cudi? He, he say he sings on Paranoid as well. He's, he's and Mr. Song. Hudson. Who is Mr. Hudson? Dude, Mr. Hudson is a guy. Again, I heard of him through Kanye's Good uh, Good Friday thing that he mm-hmm. puts out. But so the other guy that, that I used to um, hang out with, uh, Moda, he was a big fan of Mr. Hudson. And when I went to go work in Mexico, Mr. Hudson had just released, I think, his Straight No Chaser album. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was like a little bit after that. It was like the late 2000s. Okay. And so the Straight No Chaser album has, actually, I swear I've played this for you too, but Maybe. there's like like Supernova, that's the first couple of songs on Straight No Chaser, but that features Kanye West. Um, but Mr. Hudson is just like a, I don't know, like electro, it's it's alternative electro, I guess. Is that even like a genre? I, I could be, it's yeah. Techno. I mean, it's techno it's with it's a techno. lot more singing. But it's okay. so fucking good. And I think... I think he was signed to the good the good label, Kanye's label, and that's how he got really popular. But um yeah, now I'm like really interested in doing Straight Nose Chaser as an album of the week because it is so goddamn good. Well, I mean, I'm down for whatever. And then you found out about Kid Cudi because of Kanye, right? I assume. Yeah, well, because Kid Cudi also sang on a Mr. Hudson track. Um, I can't remember what the name was, but Kid Cudi was featured on the Mr. Hudson track, and that's kind of how I found out about all of these people. And then it kind of came full circle, too, because we were hanging out with uh, people that we went to college with, uh, our friends Cassie and them, remember? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, when the Kid Cudi album first came out, they were, like, super into it, and yeah. I liked it, and I was like, who is this? And like, oh, it's Kid Cudi. I was like, well, this is the same fucking guy that was on that Kanye mm-hmm. track. Like, holy crap. Like, that's really cool how it all kind of coincides like that when music is that good. So there was um, yeah. I remember they really liked Ratatat too. I remember Mojgan used they to liked, listen to them a lot too. I think like their biggest three bands were Kid Cudi, Ratatat, and they loved. That's how I got into Revolution too. Was through them. Oh okay. That may, I mean that makes sense. Fuck two wild times. Wild times, baby. Oh, wild times. Um. So yes, yeah, so, I want to do that Kid Cudi album again sometime. Good, uh, give it its yeah. proper. Proper, uh, proper send off on the pod, you know. Um, so what, what's your what's your BB? What's your biggest banger? That was it. Paranoid. That's oh, my, paranoid. My oh, it's banger. also yeah. your BB. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, I, okay. I think it's I think it's severely underrated, and I think I think again on the surface, Connie's being kind of a dick and, and bragging here, mm-hmm. yeah. but I think underneath he is completely broken and just doesn't know how to act, doesn't know how to cope with the feelings that he's feeling and thus is doing this not to not to like diminish what he's doing because it's pretty douchey if he is cheating on somebody and laughing about it but you can still you can still empathize with somebody that doesn't know how to how to release that kind of i don't know that that kind of sadness yeah and i think it's a fantastic job in the song it's a good song man it is a banger it is the bb so we agree on that wish we agreed on the stinker but 
Well, there's know. no stinkers there. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine too. There. Uh, so my my two B is because uh, you you did ask already. So that's why I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our, my two B is RoboCop. Uh, it has some real big orchestra parts on it that I like, but it's not. They're like samples. They're they're not like. It's not like he hired an orchestra. I don't think to to for those parts of the song. So it's it's still like a stripped down. I don't even want to use the word rock because it's not, but like a stripped down song too. Um, but I don't know. This one's this one's a little. It's, it's just really good. It, it, it's also more up, upbeat too, and it's less. Yeah, depressing. it's like poppy and yeah. campy almost. And like it is, like, I I know I said it's more stripped down, but I'm only saying that be, I'm only saying that because I'm comparing it to My Dark Twisted Fantasy. But it is like the most complex on the record. But that's still not saying a lot because this record is pretty stripped down. But yeah, it's very it's upbeat, plus depressing. It's it's but a great song. Like, he's still just like complaining about something, and and again, like coming off of paranoid, where he's bragging about kind of cheating on somebody, and then now he's complaining that the person he's either with or cheating with is like RoboCop, right? Just no feelings, overpowering, smothering, just not fun. Yeah. And at some point, he compares her to the girl from Misery. Like he says, "You're like the oh, girl yeah. from Misery." Dude, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. so harsh. <laughs> that is really fucked up. <laughs> I, just, I love, I love how fucking sarcastic and bitter like this, this, this ending is too. Hmm. Just I don't know. Like lyrically, I think it's, I think it's it's, it, shit. it's, it's like it, it's cool or it's interesting that the song "Paranoid" is about her being paranoid, but then this song is about him being paranoid. But he couldn't do Paranoid Part 2 because that's really cheesy. So he so instead of calling himself Paranoid, he's calling her a name. Like he's making fun of her for for doing that, you know? So it, this, it's cool. This seems to be like a direct shot at whoever, I forgot her name, but the girl that he broke up with that he was engaged to because yeah, he calls model, her right? spoiled little girl from L.A., and then he talks about how she makes a joke and he says, oh, it's your first good one in a while. As if like she's not funny, and they say you need to stop it now. You need to stop it now. Oh, you need to stop it now. Damn. It's very like condescending, very sarcastic, <laughs> very douchey. But somebody you know, who's like who's like, it, what I feel too is like that's a very knee jerk reaction to something. You know, it's like you're not you're not thinking about what you're saying. You're just like really upset in the moment, and then you say something really hurtful, even if you don't necessarily mean it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's a very knee jerk reaction. This in, this entire song is really. Should I, mean, I play you, RoboCop? I don't you know. Can, you can play it. You can am talk I allowed about not to play playing it? it. Am I am I allowed to play it? Well, we played Paranoid already, so we're probably good. Down, down, down. Here we go. There's a uh, RoboCop from uh, the Kanye West. You love it? I oh, I love it so much. Is that your two B then? <laughs> no, it's not my two B. Well, what's your two B then? Oh God, that was a Fucking, that was a good lime. Oh, I got so much gleek. <laughs> You're so dumb. What sour oh, thing are you coming eating? out? I just took a bite of uh, lime. I thought oh, you were talking so a little dumb. more. Ugh. Oh god, that was a good one. You get those really good limes. You bite in. You don't like limes, actually. So fuck. I off. don't like okay. limes. No. Yeah. That 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 went nowhere fast. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my my two B my two B is love lockdown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And why is that? Fuck. Um, Let's talk about it. This is my this is my five this is my five beat by the way. I think I think first of all, I think the beat is iconic. Mm-hmm. I think when the chorus hits, it's 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 insane. 
I think that that weird like heavy industrial beat comes in like way way hard, flexing super hard. I think this entire song is everything is so heavy and hard, and then the piano is in there. The piano's in there to kind of help break up some of that heaviness, but even then it's it's mixed in lower and quieter, like as if the song is is like a look into Kanye's mind or his his heart and it's a jumbled mess with yeah. all this 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 crazy concepts that he's dealing with especially before paranoid and coming after amazing and he just doesn't know how to do this but there's that little bit of piano in the back that's a little bit of positivity like his conscious is kind of like saying hey you'll get through this no big deal then in the end of the song we kind of like think the piano will end it but -hmm. it gets cut like super abruptly and it gives way for more heavy bass in the beat and then ends and thus connie's dark side is taking over for sure it's too good. I, I'm with you on the piano. I, I, I love how it just kind of like follows his vocal melody. It's it's very cool. Uh, but once those drums come in, that that for me that's what just really makes it like it gives this gives it like this this depth that the rest of the record doesn't really have because it's so electronic based. But this one like gives it more of a for lack of a better word, more of a feeling more feeling to it. Um musically at least. Not not lyrically, but but then also there's just there's just a little too much auto tune on this one to the point where it's it's kind of distracting. It's too much, man. Just too much. I see I think it's so hard because auto tune has never gotten at least in our circle auto tune has never gotten a good rap. It's always been a bad thing. And so yeah. now going back and listening to auto tune stuff, it's it's always got like a bad connotation to it. So it's it's already starting off with like two strikes. And so it has to dig itself out of this hole for it to be good. And well, like, maybe I it agree. just isn't good. Like I don't know, man. Some things don't something can just be bad. It's just different. It's not it's not good or bad. It's just a different interpretation of of music. I don't know. It's it's subjective at best. But most of the time, actually to be honest, everything except for this has always been bad for me. So I, it's it's hard. <laughs> so you, I'm not you, disagreeing with you. I'm you've just, you've I'm been just... brainwashed. Well, I don't. That's what I it is. That's, I don't see how that's being brainwashed yeah. because everything I've I've heard from auto tunage has been terrible, except for this, which I think is fantastic because I think he uses it again as a tool rather than a crutch. But you know, not all tools are good. Not all tools are meant to be used, especially in certain well, situations. That, I feel like that even itself just kind of definition of a tool is to be used not to be not used what well you said not all tools are meant to be used so then it wouldn't be really be a tool right well okay not all like a novelty i guess i guess i guess i i I didn't i didn't set that one up very well but whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter we're we're not going to change the point is the point is is you're fucking wrong and love lockdown (laughs) is the second banger no, it's it's their five B. It's his five, not there, but it's his five B. It's there. There's only, only one guy that hires a fuck ton of other people to help this, write music. This is what happens when we when we primarily do bands on the yeah. pod. Uh, so let's let's play Love Lockdown and get into his lyric into the lyrics. Sound good? Oh hell yeah! Let's do it. So good, so good, so bad. Where are you? There it is. Here we go. Love Lockdown from the Kanye Wests. There's Love Lockdown from the Kanyes. From the Kanye and his West. From the Kanye, from Conway Twitty. Conway uh, Twitty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's his five binger right there. 
And um, so let's jump into the lyrics. What do you, what do you got for the lyrics on this one? Um, I, I, I don't know. This is him just complaining that somebody is not being as open as he wants them to. Like he's, he's, he loves this person way more than she loves him and it's really bothering him and it's just, he doesn't think it's very fair because life isn't fair. This is, this is like talking to his ex-fiance. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, because I mean, I, I feel like women in Kanye's or 808's at least is, is the underlying subject Mm -hmm. and how he deals with the feelings revolving around those relationships is, is kind of like the, the context or something. Okay. But yeah, I, I think this is about his, um, his breakup and how he doesn't understand what's going on. And I think that's why he uses the auto tune because he doesn't know how to deal with these emotions on his own. Mm-hmm. And so he uses autotune to help him as if you were to use like a friend to lean on, as if you were to use a family member to lean on, something else to like help a, you through this like, time. Like a crutch. <gasps> yeah, it, like a crutch, correct. <gasps> like a crutch. Correct. Wow. He uses, Kanye West uses autotune like a crutch, not a tool. I'm just kidding. That's completely uh, Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I was trying to say. I thought you, you really made a flub right there. but No, I totally did not. I, I knew you were going as soon as you said it. But no, he, he, he is leaning on the autotune, but... If you notice, he only really harps on the auto tune because he sings really lazy. He's yeah. Especially on this album. So the only parts that he really uses the auto tune is when he's trying to go like a little bit above and beyond out of his comfort. He's using the auto tune like a tool to help him convey his feelings. Or a crutch, but that's that's fine too. I mean, I actually to be honest, like a tool and a crutch are almost interchangeable, right? Depends on the context. You use a hammer to Depend hammer on, a depending nail. Depending on the context, but a tool is a tool is, is something that's supposed to help you do a job, and a crutch yeah. is also something that's supposed to help you do a job because you can't do it on your own. But a hammer, yeah. you can't hammer a nail without a hammer. Maybe a rock, but even the rock is a tool itself too. Damn, Tyler, yeah. did we just context. blow up this this conspiracy context, of tools and crutches? Are they the same thing? <laughs> tools and crutches. They Damn. could be, and in his, and in his his case, it's more of a crutch. Um, but what's the difference? A crutch is something that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There, there, got, there is no difference. It's okay. Nothing. It's okay. I just got got to you right now. Yeah, a crutch and a tour are like the same fucking thing. We just we just blew our fucking mind. That's that's wow. what we do. I, we blow I, I, minds on the pot. I'm I'm legit pretty 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 bummed right now. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my, and, this is my two B. And in the song too, you could just you could hear the conflict because like, in lyrically and 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 the melody and the song in general, like there's a lot of conflict there because, in the in the lyrics he he talks about you know he 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 knows that it isn't fair and he wants to end the relationship but it hurts way too much for him to do it, so he just that's where the conflict is like he, should he do it should he take the plunge and and just break it off, and just deal with the pain or should should he stay in this like relationship that's just not for him and you could really really hear that that conflict in every part of this song which is really cool it, i mean he does it well he conveys it well musically lyrically vocally it's it's good 5b well, this, not, not not a 2b but it's 5b yeah this this whole album is, is kind of again okay well that's cool so this whole album again is is him um, you cut out so that's why i thought you just paused 
Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, did, I definitely didn't cut out. I was I was um, back talking most of what you were saying. Ah, just okay. it was late. Yeah, um, he's he's humanizing himself in a lot of these aspects because I mean, as we'll get into, we talk about Pinocchio's story because that's pretty big banger. But um, we don't we don't like to think of celebrities as people. We like to think of them as as above people as as APs above peoples, and so. Honestly, dude, I have no idea where I'm going with this. I don't know either. I lost it. I didn't dude, lose it. Dude, this is twelve percent. I had something. Dude, I had uh, no, but I had 12%. something. I did. I fucking had something. You you thought you thought you had something with the words are like the jokes are like bullet or whatever the fuck you said on the last pod. Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, it happened. It happens to you all the time. I know. I know. What the fuck, dude? I know. I know. I know. I know. Wow. I know. I'm Maybe like you in real time here, so that's that's cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, you do forget in real time, so that um, doesn't well, really make that's sense. Not, no, that's that's not. I that's mean, you forget things. Accurate. I mean, you forget things in real time because. Well, I mean, I mean it when does, else are you gonna it, forget it? It does happen, but I mean, I don't. I've I haven't taken a lot of drugs in my day, but <laughs> just like comparing the, I guess I've only taken really like two mind-altering drugs is that is that okay. the correct? I mean, yeah, like I, alcohol and 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 marijuana. Yeah, devil's lettuce. Yeah. In the <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. The difference between the two is like alcohol, you forget the next day, but marijuana, you forget in real time. Uh, is that as, is you're, that, is as it, you're speaking? I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. But, so. I, but you can get to that point uh, with, with alcohol as well. But when you're saying. Because it's happening right now and it just happened like two minutes ago. Well, no. And that's, that's why we're having yeah. this conversation. Oh, no, I, I, I forgot that we're having this conversation. I just 12%. forgot my point that I was making. Well, I mean that's you forgetting. I, I, <laughs> so. I, I I know like the the <laughs> journey. I just forgot the destination. But the journey is the destination. Come on. Mm, well, this. not not all the oh, time. Oh God, this is the this is this is a conversation. This is a conversation. Not not from a Jedi. <laughs> my my three B. If you're ready for this, I I am kind of ready. Yes. My three B has gone down. It's six five four. So paranoia is one. Love lockdown is two. And amazing is three. Oh, okay. That that's not a banger for me. Just putting that out there. Amazing. So well, if you've amazing. never heard this song, Amazing is um is pretty much what you think it is. He is reiterating the fact that he is amazing. Mm-hmm. This this is important because as a society, we fixate so heavily on the negative of people and we forget the accomplish uh, wow. Oof, that was a tough one for you, huh? That accomplishment? <laughs> what did I say? Accomplish? Yeah, something. Like that. Accomplish. <laughs> something like we that. We forget the accomplishments, <laughs> no matter how big they are. Oh, and God. and Connie Connie here is admitting his faults, but he's not letting us forget that we do think he's amazing, and we do. People love Kanye, but God, we fixate so much on the negative, and that's primarily the media's fault. Oh, and yes. I think. I think amazing isn't just him jerking himself off. I think amazing is him kind of telling everybody that, hey, no matter what people say, you've still done good things. Just like me, I've still done great things because I'm Kanye, but you have also done good things. <laughs> and I, um, I don't know. I, I think he used the repetition of amazing to make fun of people that just keep saying the same shit about Kanye, good yeah. or bad. You know, because people just always like regurgitate, oh, Kanye's amazing. He's great. He's so good. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Barf. And this one, uh, this one, I noticed too that he uh, his voice is very monotone, monotone, 
uh, throughout the entire thing. And I think that that kind of goes along with the lyrics and the feeling that he was trying to convey. Like, it's just like the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So I think it did a really good job with that. But it's also like a slower, more kind of depressing jam. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's 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 an okay song. It's good. I didn't like the part with, uh, with Jeezy. I just didn't, I just, it was so unnecessary. It just didn't. It didn't add anything. It, it, if anything, it took a little bit away from the actual song and the meaning of the song. Mm, well, mm. I really did. It, it just sounds too like, like when when he's like praising uh, Kanye. It's almost it almost just sounds like it sounds too fake. Like I don't know. I just I don't I don't I don't like it. it would have been the song would have been so much better if it was just Kanye. I feel like that was a bad choice adding somebody on here. Mm, it's, just, it's it's hard to say. It's hard it's because I do like Kanye on his own. Well, I, I found I, it pretty I, easy to say that, but. Well, okay, um, that's that was fun. So I, I I do think Kanye can carry tunes on his own and carry albums and carry careers on his own. But also, don't forget too that Kanye, Kanye. leans on people a lot. Yeah, yeah. He uses them as tools, or as crutches. <laughs> or as crutches. You never know. Could be both. God, he's just he just done so much stuff like on his own. That's very true. Very true. All right, should we play Amazing? No, nah, it's okay. There are other songs I would, I would rather play. Plus, what is your... Did you have your 2B already? Uh, yeah, no, I did my 2B. Yeah. What was your 2B? My 2B was uh, Robocop. Robocop, you that's right. What's your 3B? You already forgot. My 3B? I already forgot. Heartless. Yeah, I'm forgetting in real time. What's Heart- your, what's I'm forgetting your in real time. Heartless. 3B. 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 Heartless. <laughs> Heartless is your 3B. My 3B, that's my yeah. That's my 6B. Okay, that's low. Um, it should be a 3. But uh, yeah, Heartless, this is like the first part of the record that where it was like more upbeat and... Um, I was kind of enjoying myself more at, at this point because the first song to me, the first song on the record was Say You Will. I just I just don't really care for that song that much. That's a 4B. No, it's not. It's like a... What are you doing? Well, it's, it's just an okay song. It's not even a B. Reread your notes because they're wrong. So. <laughs> but no, Heartless is my, my 3B. Uh, the upbeat and this is where you, you start to realize like, wow, like this is a really depressing album because like even though it is more poppy and upbeat, you can you could still hear and feel the... Um, the the depression and the the isolation and loneliness in his voice and i thought that was really cool like this is this is where it took a turn for me this whole record took a turn for me but yeah no, i love it and then the staccato kind of like synth that goes on throughout is really really cool too throughout the entire song it's 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 really good and what i thought was really interesting about this song was that it was supposed to be on jay-z's album blueprint three but kanye ended up keeping it for himself because he thought it was too yeah. good it was too good, baby. And then I also was reading more into that. So he was, Kanye was supposed to produce and do everything for Blueprint 3. But so much of what he was doing for that record, he thought was so good that he wanted to keep for himself. So he did. And then that's why Jay-Z went with Timbaland for that re- for that record rather than Kanye because Kanye kept everything for himself. So I thought that was really interesting. That was, was kind of cool. I didn't know, like besides the the Watch the Throne, the collaborative album, I didn't know that they were that close. Like I thought they got close from the monster song because that was, that was the first time I ever heard them collaborate was on that song. I had no idea that it goes all the way back to pre college dropout. Like I had no fucking idea. So I, I've always just been under the the assumption that it started with the song monster off my dark twisted fantasy. And then that's what led into the watch the throne record a year later or two years later, whenever it came out. But no, it's just I just it's it's really kind of cool that that they're so intertwined and and I guess that also makes sense as to why Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift on the VMAs. I'm gonna <laughs> let you finish 
but Beyonce had the best the best video was it the video or album I don't remember yeah you know, I don't know I don't know the fuck album was either but but yeah anyway it's I just it's kind of cool I I had no idea I'm Dude, the blueprint three is like like I mean I don't really like Jay Z's music that much aside, mm-hmm. aside from the hits but the blueprint three is solid that's I a don't good know if I've fucking heard that album. record. Yeah, Empire State of Mind's the big one. Oh, that one, okay. But interesting, also Run This Town. No, Empire State of Mind wasn't on that, was it? Yeah, that's on the blueprint. Oh, um, you're, right, you're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, right, right. Off on that, that is album, on that too, yeah. On that album too is the song Death of Autotune. Yes, you're right, yeah. Which is funny, right? So what does that mean? I Shit of Autotune. <laughs> was this the beginning of the end for them? I do not know. I don't know. I do not know. But they have, I mean, they've had a lot of like um, uh, common friends or, or, or mutual friends. Like like the guy who helped produce this album, Jeff Jeff Basker, had, has worked with JD, or JD, JD J, Jay-Z numerous times. Oh, definitely not Jonathan Davis. <laughs> Dude, that'd be, would, like, would that be cool he though? Only, no, he only works with good artists. So he <sighs> Dude, has worked you, with Jay-Z you, you, uh, multiple you love times. Corn. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my house. That's definitely not true. <sighs> oh my God, that's boring. I, I like, I like, I like Heartless... Or, I mean, that's my six B. But what I like about this song is is the bass in the beats, even though it's not like real. It kind of like walks and leads the transitions in the melody, mm-hmm. and it's it's the, like the only time on the record where you, the bass kind of has like its own little its own little riff, its yeah. own little thing going on. Yeah, I'd say so too. Um, pretty good, pretty good. Should I good. should I play a little bit of Heartless? I mean, I only really want to play one more for sure. But yeah, you play Heartless if you want. To play but yeah, let, let's play. Let's play Heartless, and okay. then and then we'll we'll play the the last song that you want to hear. Uh, maybe if I if I say it's okay too. Well, you're gonna say it's okay. Well, that's debatable. So here's uh here's Heartless. There you go. There's a little bit of Heartless from the Kanye Wests. Um, yeah, I, I I remember this video too. I remember seeing this video a lot on MTV. Where he's like, it's like the the neon lights, but he's wearing like the '80s yeah. like suit. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. And he's it's like a cartoon, right? Isn't it like a cartoon or like a weird drawing of him? It's we it's a weird weird video, but I always remember it's, seeing it. Yeah, it's it, it's like one of those ones. I don't know. Like, I can't even like somewhere in between, like a CGI cartoon drawing, but real life. Almost like um, what, what was that movie? The Scanner Darkly. Yeah, almost like that. But brighter than that, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's similar to that. About throwbacks. Yeah, throwbacks. Cool video. Definitely a cool video. It's a, it's a really good song, and it's I know it's a single, but fuck it, singles can be can be. Bangers. It's okay to like singles. I know. It, I know you try real hard not to like the singles, I mean, but it's it's so basic. Singles are sometimes, good. You know. Uh, all right. So what do you got? Okay, what was your your three? Wait, we we did your three B. That was amazing. Yeah. No, I I think I think they're all Bs, but. Um, I mean, to end it, I would like to just to go into Pinocchio's story, but we can also talk about the cover because I think the cover art is really cool. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, I think not only is it cool, but I think it's super iconic. And I don't think it's iconic because I I never seen this this album. That's because you don't like music. You like corn, and that's about like it. Like I've so. I've seen I I know I've seen the the first three records a lot. You know the 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 school trilogy. It's it's because of the bear. You've seen the bear, the bear, and then the graduation. You, um, no, fuck no, dude. There's I no, dude, seen that. There's no seen way that, so that you saw the college dropout. You're like, oh yeah, that's the con. You're like you because of the bear, you knew that it was Kanye. Yeah, quite. Yeah, and I'm talking about the album graduation. The, the, the bear, purple cover 
and everything. That they released too. like an EP, and there was a huge clothing line, and there was like all this, all this other extra cricks that he released. Yeah, but like eight oh eight, like this is. I, the fact that you've never seen this till this I week, like, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, that's you're exactly crazy. what I'm saying. Never, that's just silly. I don't remember ever seeing this album cover. I just, I don't. Maybe maybe this wrong. came out at a time when you were just way too into new metal and then you just disrespected <laughs> yeah, all of sense. the hip-hop community, and that's probably why. <laughs> that, makes but, sense. Uh, that makes sense. No, I, I think, I mean, clearly it makes perfect sense because this is an iconic. The album cover, it's just, it's not, I just don't remember it. It's, it's really not that memorable. It really isn't. Well, that's that's wrong. You are definitely in the minority there. Um, a couple of interesting things. I hope you swallowed all the food that you were chewing. I did. I just did it right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a couple of things. One, obviously, the the balloon. Yes. Right in the shape of the hearts. The deflated balloon. The deflated, which balloon. I think is even better. It's cool. But it's only you only know it's deflated because it had once been inflated, right? Yes, correct. A deflated balloon that has never been pumped full of air doesn't look like that. It just no. it looks it looks nice. It's wrinkled. You know, this thing is wrinkled. It looks like it's been used. It's worn. Your, it is used. Your it's heart, fucking, your heart has been beaten to death. Ah, oh, it's such a good descriptor. And then the cartoon hands that are holding it together. Yeah, it's just. Well, it's, I think that's that's just the vinyl artwork. I don't think that's the. That's not the artwork that's on Spotify, at least. Why? Well, but I I, I so, saw it when I was when I was over at your house this weekend. There were there were a couple different artworks I've seen. I think the 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 single for Heartless is the one that's on Spotify. Oh, okay. Maybe because you're right. There are there is different artwork. There's one that's just the the balloon with no hands, and there's the one that I had the vinyl that has the hands mm-hmm. on it. But I think the one with no hands. I'm gonna go with this, but I'm pretty sure the ones that have no hands is just a single artwork that they use for the album itself. Maybe. But Maybe. also interesting is on the left-hand side of the vinyls is there are different colors. And okay. there oh, are... Oh, yeah, I noticed that. It's got like pink, blue, yellow, whatever it is. But and they're, they're like pastel. Yeah, but there there are 11 colors. Mm-hmm. And there are 12 songs on this album. Not and, including... No, there are 12 songs including Pinocchio's Story. Okay. And so I think... I think this album as, in, as as a whole is conceptually perfect with the 11 songs and then adding Pinocchio's story is just, it's it's so much extra credit. It's, it's like an A++. It's like those kids in, in high school that get like 4.2s, right? Uh, and he's like, dude, I can't, like, what the fuck? How are you getting a 4.2? You know, 4.0 should be the highest. Like, no, I got a 4.2. I got a 4.3. That's what Pinocchio's story is, is that 0.3, is that 0.2, whatever it is, above perfect. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I don't agree with you on it. That's what it is. Well, you should because Pinocchio's story is it's. it's I like else. the idea of it. It's I like the idea else. of it, and and I I understand why you put it at the end, and I understand why it. I understand its significance because the the lyrics in it are just very heartfelt. They're very personal to himself, but then when when he performed it live people were just screaming and yelling at him and just like they weren't they weren't actually listening to him they were they were hearing him but oh damn tyler you were like you were close i thought you had it for a second oh i didn't have it i just it's I so just said good it. you all dude you were so close i just oh, i don't it. get it i got goosebumps I got goosebumps. You were close you were close you were close that's what it is that's what that's what you always say right that's what you that's what you heard but that's not what was actually <laughs> That's that's not the purpose of it. 
Uh, okay, what, what what is it then, Jeff? So you're right. Like everything about what you said was was correct. This is a very this was a freestyle that he did at a concert, and this was kind of him trying to convey to the crowd how broken he is, how sad he is, how everything about his mom, about his fiance, and the crowd just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They would just kept cheering and cheering and cheering. So why would Kanye put that on there? Because Kanye is reiterating the fact that nobody listens in this society. People just people see Kanye as a performer and they don't really care what he has to say as long as he keeps putting out good music. But that's not what Kanye wants. But again, it's this weird thing of like I said in the very beginning, I don't know if I should if I should make fun of him for bringing this on himself or if I should applaud him for trying to be better. Because he does both, and but he does both well. But he does both things all the time, and so it's mm-hmm. it's it's hard. And so this that's why this was so important, because this was his attempt at reaching like a a more humane audience. And God, these screams were just blood curdling teenage female screams <laughs> that didn't give a fuck what he was saying, just screaming yeah. for the purpose of screaming. They're woo girls. Yes, exactly. Oh, it, so I hate that. It was so annoying, and that's what made this even better. Is because Kanye is trying to is trying to spill his guts, and nobody's fucking listening. And then mm-hmm. Kanye always complains about the fact that nobody listens to him, and we all laugh at him and say he's he's like just shut up, Kanye. And then like this is like proof is in the pudding right here. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's damn. A good, it's this a good... is a fucking perfect closer to a perfect album. It is yeah. unbelievable. It's a great closing statement. Let's just say that. God, and it's so sad. So a couple a couple things here. Um, th- like I said, the crowd is constantly cheering, and it, it, it like nobody's listening to him. And you can kind of hear the song progress to him getting more and more frustrated. So he's kind of like feeding off of that, and it's mm-hmm. making him more sad because he's not getting angry. He's getting more and more sad. At, at one point, he kind of like stops, and he like gains himself again, regains his composure, and then continues again. And... I don't know. It's so he says. He says this one line. He says, "I turn on the TV and see me and see nothing." And that Oof. that line, dude, that line is so fucking sad. That line is, is that line is is the story of a broken man, of somebody mm-hmm. who who doesn't even know who they are anymore. Somebody who looks in the mirror and is is just grossed out. It just sees like a ghost. It is it is something so relatable to the common folk to pretty much anybody on earth. But why don't we see celebrities like this? Why are we so, why are we, why do we hold people in such high regard? Like we always talk about people hold politicians so high. Like they're just fucking people. It's true. Yeah. They are no better or worse than we are. They're probably more than likely worse than we are actually. So I, I think Connie West <laughs> is just, I think he's a, I think he's a mastermind. I think, I think he's a mastermind that doesn't really know he's a fucking mastermind. Well, <sighs> Kanye West is no. a BB. He's a beyond banger. No, he no, himself. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's just—he's not. I—I I just don't understand why people put him on put him on such a pedestal. He's good. He's good. And I—I'll—I'll he... I'll talk more about that in my closing statements, my final thoughts. <sighs> Jesus, Christ. Jesus Christ. I just. Whatever. Do you got anything else to say about Pinocchio song um, or story? No. Do we want to talk about any other songs? No, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good. I got I got the I got the big ones out of the way that I really wanted to talk about. 
Okay. And um, let's see here. I mean, I pretty much got everything out. Adam pretty much said all my bangers as well. So, yeah, there's nothing really else here for me, at least. Unless you really want to talk about something else, I'm I'm good. No, I'm good. So then, what are okay? Okay, so we have a three point rating system here on the pod, where three is a perfect album. Uh, two is a good album. You're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but you should but you should give it a shot. And zero is an album that should have never been made because it's so god awful. Now, Jeff, what are your final thoughts and your rating on this album by Kanye West? Go. Con- concept albums are always tough because if every song, if every part, if everything doesn't kind of go in with the concept, then you've then you failed at becoming perfect in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's always it's always difficult because if you if you have a concept album and then like your last song is just like a B-side or some shit that you threw on there that some band like to do or the cover art doesn't match then then you it's it's not a perfect concept album. But um but this is not this is not the case. This is a concept album through and through beginning to end that explores man and like I really like the title of my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's such a cool title for that album, and like this album is is has all of those things in there. Like this is dark, this is twisted, but this is still beautiful. This is this is an amazing. This is a piece of art, but for music, and I think everything about it is absolutely perfect. And I think Kanye achieves what he set out to do. I think he he fully explores all of the emotions that he wants mm-hmm. to convey. And I think he he makes history with something that is still to this day influential on new rappers and new and like anybody actually in general that's that's kind of any any person especially now because a lot of electronic music is coming out or a lot of people are using more electronics in their music especially now with the quarantine people are leaning towards like Pro Tools and things like that to incorporate into their music because they there is no more rehearsals for bands at the moment. So I I think an album like this is, dude, it's 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 more influential than than you could possibly imagine. You could okay, possibly I mean, imagine. You you're more of a hip hop man than I am, so I'll it's, take your word for it. It's it's just crazy. And then I mean, just so you like Kid Cudi a lot, and I know you like Kid Cudi a lot. I love that that one record. Yeah. Like how I much? I haven't listened to much else outside of that record. But just that one record, like that one oh, record. There's so much similarities between that and the sounds used in this. Ah, uh, no, I, I don't agree there's, with you on that. There's tons. Like no, I the dark overtones. The like vibe. The vibe is it. the same. The vibe is the same, but the musically, no, it's that's not. There are a not. lot of similarities between the two. There's some similarities. No, there's some. there's a lot. There's not I a think lot. there's not a lot. No. I think I may choose Kid Cudi as my next week or Mr. Hudson and then we'll we'll go from there. But again, th- this this album is, is fantastic. Um obviously I said it earlier I'm going to give this a perfect 3 because I think it is <laughs> a perfect album through and through. The only part that I I that kind of I I I get weary about is the little Wayne part. Yeah, but it's even then, it's not. Eh. Kanye still saves it, uh, and and, so and you always talk about putting Kanye on a pedestal, and like nobody puts Kanye West on a pedestal. People put Kanye yeah, West's music on a pedestal. Nobody puts Kanye West on a pedestal. Well, that, come on, I don't you know, know where, what I meant. I don't you know, know where you're getting that from. People, you know what I meant. I, I think if Get anything, if there was a pedestal as as the biggest douchebag of all time, that's the pedestal people put Kanye West on. <laughs> <laughs> but but his music, it. He's like the Beatles. 
he's beloved. Everybody loves it. There's a song for everybody, no matter what, what, for you, what genre right? you like. There's a there's a Kanye song, Kanye song for everybody. Kanye. I like a couple Kanye Beatles song. songs. No, you don't. All I, you bought, do I, I bought I bought Rubber Soul, I thinking I that it was gonna have Nowhere Man on it. Because <laughs> you brought you bought the wrong uh, the wrong pressing. Yeah. Yes. And so then I got rid of it because I don't care. Oh yeah, you gave it to Sloan, right? Yeah. So yeah, this is this is obviously a perfect. I mean, that's that's no contest. This is a perfect three. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. I mean, discussion. So yeah, let's wrap. Well, it we up. did discuss let's call it, it and, and uh, just David so Jaffe I, it out because we I'll, both gave this perfect threes. I'll, I'll, I'll get through this. I'll get through mine quick because it's definitely not a perfect three. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, this is this is not his his greatest record. It's definitely far from it. His his lyrics. Mind you, I didn't look at his lyrics on the other records, but the lyrics on this particular record, I think, are fantastic. Like, absolutely fantastic. What he does, you know, with the, like we were talking about with the monotone vocals and everything, it's very appropriate. It makes sense. He sets up the vibe absolutely perfectly. But the but musically, I, I think it's 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 almost lackluster in certain at certain points. He gets the vibe and everything, but just musically, it just... It just does not do it for me. There's just not enough there to really keep me super interested the entire time during this record. It's good. It's a good record. It's a good record, but it just it falls so short compared to the, his other stuff. Some of his other stuff. Gasp. But it's not a bad record. So I'm gonna have to give this one a uh, a two out of three. It's a good album. It's two out of three. I would go back to it, especially two once we've done three. the pod and we've talked about the lyrics and and all that kind of stuff. I'm definitely I'm definitely more inclined to go back to it and listen I, to it. I still, I still asked you for that personal favor. I uh-huh. asked you to go back and listen to, to Pablo, because you said you didn't like it. I didn't. I haven't done it yet. I know. I know. Just I, I don't want to rush you. You have I to remind me you. again, though. I'll remind you. I, I, because I, I, like you had, you, like you had to remind me to not forget your records when it came I, out. There so I definitely reminded you of that. <laughs> but I want you to re-listen to it because again, that that kind of like chaotic stringing together of songs was the point and then when you kind of sit back and take it in as a whole you realize that it is much better than you initially thought so that is one that i want you to go back to i hope so and and like we talked about in the rankings one reason why my rankings might have been a certain way was because i had listened to all of kanye in two days like it was like three or four hours of conway conway Conway, it's hard (laughs) of conway Every day for two days, and it was just—it was a lot. It was a lot. And but his albums are very long. They can yeah, be very exactly long. like nothing. I mean, besides besides Ye, there's Ye- nothing shorter than like forty-five minutes, fifty minutes. Like everything's fucking long. So, uh, but yeah, so that that's that's all I got for this one. Uh, Jeff gave this a a two. I gave this one a two as well. Mm, well, that, and because um, it's not, it's just it's good. It's good, right? <laughs> Better than good. It's great. Oh my god. Dude, get the fuck out of here. So I, I think it's safe to say if we do Kid Cudi, if you if you choose Kid Cudi for your next pick, we're 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 starting emo season. Emo season has started. So <laughs> because so, so at some we're, point we're, we're going to probably re rank all of the blinks. So is that is that we're we're getting into? <laughs> the blink stuff, what do you mean? <laughs> that's I don't know. Every time we start emo stuff, we always talk about oh the song emo by blink. Let's let's do blink. Well, that's everything true. Well, leads to I mean, blink. It, well yes, you're absolutely right, it does. I mean, even Blink has the connection with Kanye. So, well, you know what that is? I, no, I don't. So Travis Barker has... The, Travis is, is neighbors with the Kardashians, and he's been linked with oh. uh, with one of the sisters. Uh, not Chloe. What's the other one? Kim? 
No, uh, Kim's with Kanye. With his other sister, Chris. A- anyway, is I don't know. I I don't. I forgot her name. But Travis Barker is. A lot of people say he's with her. So there's the Kanye connection. What am I talking about? Who cares? Um, so we know what there. we're doing next week. I might as well spoil. We're doing an album by the used. We're we're in we're in full emo season right now. So stay tuned for that. Stay. Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm at a loss of words. So let's just let's, we're, we're done. Keep we're done. We're done. Going. We're done. That's keep it. That's going. all. David Jones. Um, but <laughs> butts are for pooping. But <laughs> <laughs> first impressions with Conway, with Conway, not Kanye, but Conway, Conway West Jr. Tim Conway West, Conway Jr. West Jr. Tim Conway West Jr. Conway Twitty Jr. So what do you got? I hate Conway Twitty <laughs> so much. I really appreciate that, but I just I can't get into it. I like, respectfully think that you are a fucking idiot. So. <laughs> if you do have a stinker, just go ahead and just get that idea out of your just, mind. Just because tell you what it is. Stinkers, and I swear to fucking God, if you say Pinocchio stories, a stinker. <laughs> because it's live. And because he, he's not good at rapping. Then I'm going to fucking, I swear to God, I will fucking murder you through this mic. I just took a bite of wine. Uh, I thought we were talking so a little dumb. more. Yeah. Oh god, that was a good one. You get those really good limes. You bite in. You don't like limes, actually. So fuck. I off. don't like okay. limes. No. Yeah. That 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 went nowhere fast. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my my two B. I mean, as we'll get into, we can talk about Pinocchio's story because that's pretty big banger. But um, we don't we don't like to think of celebrities as people. We like to think of them as as above people as as APs above peoples, and so. Honestly, dude, I have no idea where I'm going with this. I don't know either. I lost it. I didn't dude, lose it's it. it's 12%. I had something. Dude, I had... Uh, no, but I had 12%. something. I did. I fucking had something. And we forget the accomplishment. Uh, wow. Ooh, that was a tough one for you, huh? That Accomplish-mish? <laughs> what did I say? Accomplish-mish? I don't... Yeah, something I like that. I think it's an accomplish-mish. <laughs> something like we that. We forget the accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs>